Well, good evening once again from Topfield. Hitchin Town's taken Watford under-21s for yet another year, and we're looking forward to another pre-season exhibition of football at Topfield after the drama of Saturday with Dan Webb and Josh Bickerstaff popping up with late goals and a magical afternoon that even the torrential rain couldn't spoil. We're back again as we count down to kick-off uh, for the season itself. We're almost there, Marikelli, on it all really starts on Saturday with a visit of Royston in the Hearts Charity Cup but before then there's a couple more friendlies to get through and this one should be a really good watch yeah there's a couple of splinters to, to take out just before we get that lovely juicy one against Royston this Saturday which I'm really looking forward to as you know it's my uh, it's my favourite little 505 derby as it's becoming affectionately known these days by HGFC Radio uh, and Hitchin Town Football Club alike um, and, and listen that team's getting stronger the more I look at it the more I just think yeah you know this is this is juicy it's all it's all good and all looking up all starting to build up well it was a great day as I said on Saturday a two-all draw of a hitching against Arsenal under 18 Dan Webb's 405th and final game and his 41st and final goal I spoke to him right. as well as manager Mark Burke after the game Hey, I mean, we're not even at the end of it yet. There's still plenty more celebrating to do, but just after coming out off that pitch, how are you feeling now? Uh, absolutely buzzing. Um, to be honest, on my last game, I, I thought, you know, that's enough. I was, I was pleased with the send-off then, but Berkey's put on the right show for us. Everyone who's, who's been involved, um, getting my favourite team, Arsenal, down here, obviously. I said to the boys before the game, a lot of the uh, fans are here to see the best club in the world and some are here to see Arsenal as well. Hey, I love so, that. Uh, <laughs> no, honestly, it's been a great day so far. Um, tonight's lining up to be uh, even better. So, uh, yeah, really, really pleased. The moment for you, the look on your face when the ref pointed to the penalty spot, you knew exactly what you had to do and you fluff your lines but luckily you were in the right place at the right time yeah. as you so often have been throughout your career in that penalty area just wanted to add a bit more drama to it that's all. <laughs> I knew he was going that way so I'd put a plate off his wrist and then tap it in my left foot so uh, no it was um, I didn't want to take it I've never taken a, I don't think I've ever taken a penalty in the 10 years I've been here so and there's a reason for that and, and you've just and you've just seen it it's all shuffling to the back <laughs> penalties and Webby 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 <laughs> <laughs> hide in the back how are your legs as well what was it like watching on were you nervous at all before you were coming on at yeah, half time yeah I was nervous because I mean throughout the 10 years I haven't been the fittest anyway um, and Berkey's had to manage that um, I haven't played Saturday football for for a year and certainly not at this this kind of standard so uh, yeah I was a little bit nervous no quite I was nervous very nervous and then all these ex-teammates coming in a lot of them we were told you were surprised so you'd have seen them come round the side and yeah. who are you most excited to play so with again there was two surprises one of them was the fact that they were here because I didn't know they were here so I went and see them they're in the coffee area and then the second surprise was the fact that they were all coming on <laughs> uh, and one by one he was just drip feeding the, the yeah. old guard on um, but you know Berkey's a tactician so it, it worked <laughs> master yeah master, master tactician Mark, how good was that one last dance with Webby? I just said to him the favourite moment for me was that sly tackle down by, by the corner flag. Did it just feel like old times again? I'll tell you what, he's my man the match. He didn't put a foot wrong. Scored the goal. Clean sheet. Mm. Cl clean sheet yeah. when he came on. He's teased us with the, oh, go on, Brian. No, don't, you're not having that. In you go. Oh, yeah, this is best mate to get the, get the equaliser. You, you couldn't write it. It is proper fairy tale stuff. Mm. You know, I'd like to thank Arsenal for coming down and um, providing the opposition. Yeah. As uh, Webby says, this is, you know, his, his, his boyhood team growing up with them. Um, unfortunately, this is uh, 
anyhow, he, uh, we're going to have a good night tonight. You know, he thoroughly deserves it. He's been a great lad, great servant, 10 years at the club. Um, he's, he's signing tonight when, the, when the, he's had a couple. <laughs> and then uh, you never know, he might make a little cameo appearance yet. I mean, it was a sort of display where if someone turned up and didn't know who you were, didn't know if it was, it was a testimonial, you could say this about a couple of the other players who came on, they would probably not think you were out of place at all. Yeah, uh, I mean, the boys who did come on, you, you look at Josh, um, Bernsey, Lynchy, they've all done stints as well. Mm. Um, I mean, and Josh Bixar's been unlucky, he's got injured, you know, but he, he'd probably been, he would have been well over 400 games, that's for sure, if he didn't get that unlucky injury. Um, but yeah, the, throughout the 10 years, the amount of characters, players, good and bad, that, that I've met is, has been unbelievable. Does this really settle it in that you are now no longer a hitching player? You are in a different stage of your career if it maybe didn't before when you did retire last year? Uh, no, I don't. I, maybe a little bit, I know, maybe, maybe time will tell, but when I, when I stopped playing, I, I kind of didn't miss it to start with, but then the winter came and you know, it started to get a bit itchy feet. And, mm. uh, this yeah, must have given missing, you a bit of the missing, bus again today. Missing as well. playing football, but missing just the the crack with all the with all the lads in Birkin Parks and and coaching and everyone at the club, you know. And Mark, we can see it now, like in this Hitchin team at the moment, the players who Webby has an effect on. The ones I've spoken to have said you probably don't know the difference you have made to these current players. And I listened back to the interview you gave us after you retired, and you said difficult season. Berkey, you'll sort them out and sort them out you did you, you knew that Hitchin were going to be in, in a good place even after you departed yeah uh, look Berkey and Parks they, and, and Jonesy now joined as well and they got support around them they all know their stuff um, yes they like to have a great time as well but they want to win games they want to win they want, they want to they want to succeed in everything they do really that's you know whether we're playing cards on the coach or whether we're <laughs> whether we're playing uh, you know um, playoff finals it's, it's the same mentality He's put that into me, he's put that into a lot of players. Some players don't get it, but it, you know, it comes and goes. Yeah. Look, congratulations on a wonderful career. Mark, I'm sure you'll, you'll echo that. Celebrations tonight, of course, you've got a dinner in the Canary Club. Out after that as well, what, what does the evening look like? Uh, I'm looking at Berkey here. I think no comment and no, and yeah, no, 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 no pictures allowed. No, 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 you need to come to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, see, you'll see. Absolutely. Webby, a true pleasure. I'm sure I can echo that on behalf of myself, you know, in terms of how long I've been here and working alongside you and everyone at the club as well. It's been great to have you back today. Top man. Thanks, Webby. Well, an absolute privilege, really, Marek, to, to talk to Dan so soon after uh, that testimonial game. One of those interviews mm. where you just know you're, you're in quite a special position to be able to sort of talk to someone at a really kind of emotional time and after a, a really important occasion. He spoke so well, as we've become so used to it. He's just yeah. a, a proper captain. And as Charlie Horlock said a couple of weeks ago, Mr Hitchin. Well, I mean, listen, we had, the, we had the benefit of actually watching the video here as well, and the listeners could only really hear the interview. But you could, you could see Berkey was very emotional himself mm. even and you could see Dan was he was almost pondering signing that contract wasn't he? <laughs> he was excellent he came on at half time first involvement backpedalling linesman flag yeah. a, a arm up in the air appealing for on offside and it was just like he'd never been away it really was he put the hitching kit on he put the captain's armband back on yeah. strolled into the middle of that defence 
dominated the ball at the back, sliding in for tackles, winning headers, and then he pops up with a goal, with a goal after his penalty was saved. Just, just a brilliant afternoon. Really good to see him. Good to see some of the ex-players as well catch up with a, a few old faces. And, and as, as Berkey promised, we will never hear anything about the night. And I think there was a bit of a squad night out as well. It was a whole sort of uh, team night and an evening as well. And, and as we know, there's always sort of upturns in form uh, yeah. when those evenings take place. Um, well, we'll find we'll find that out tonight, won't we? When when these boys kick off. But uh, yeah, listen. I Dan Webb, man. I mean, he's, he's a big talent. He's, he's just slotted straight back in now. I know he said he's taken a year out and he didn't really miss the football. Of course you do, Dan. You ain't going to pull that one on me, mate. Um, and and he's, like I say, he's a big talent. He's, he's gone out there and he's just, the muscle memory's kicked in and he's gone, right, I know my duty. I know what's expected of me. I know what I've got to do. Um, probably the worst thing for him was being called up for that penalty, like he said for himself. Yeah, I can't remember him taking it. one. He just He really was. Proper <laughs> jelly legs. And then big Brian Oconquo in goal, of course, played here in that game against yeah. Nuneaton Borough and was down to make the save but Webby was there first uh, to tap the <laughs> ball in well we didn't get much of a chance at the end of that game really to talk to Mark Burke but yeah. it wasn't a, a hitching performance for the most part that, that the coaches uh, were too pleased with so they will be looking to respond tonight it was a, a difficult one knowing that there were sort mm. of ex-players coming on and after maybe an hour 70 minutes it becomes that testimonial it's a bit more fun and I think maybe yeah. some of the younger hitching players weren't maybe quite sure how to treat the game at times and Webby was on most apologising at the end that maybe this is isn't what quite Mark what Mark Burke uh, hoped for, um, but this is the perfect chance to put things right. This is going to be quite a similar opposition, if not a little tougher. Yeah, no, I think yeah, I think I think you're right. Really, this is probably is going to be uh, a, a little tad tougher. Um, but I mean, I, I, as you know, I wasn't here. I was away down in um, down in Glastonbury <coughs> catching all those uh, rain storms and stuff as well. So the the radio I was listening to was a bit intermittent and cutting out because of the signal down in. Somerset, as you know yourself, is not particularly brilliant. But I'll tell you what I've got to put a, put a little thumbs up to, and that's Josh, man, for, for, for doing yeah. the, the commentary it job. Really excellent, wasn't it? I really was. Really I good. thought, hello, I'm out the door with this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, he done a really excellent job uh, to commentate uh, on that game. And what an honour, like you say. It's, 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 a, it's a great moment, really is. Yeah, you can listen back to the full commentary over on the Canary Club podcast. I did get both goal scorers wrong. Second one wasn't my fault. First one was. So uh, we did talk to the fines committee we'll have to play that interview soon but I do yeah. owe them a few quid which will go towards their uh, end of season trip so I'll have to have a chat with Kieran Jones Lane Eady uh, and Stephen Gleeson well there's five minutes to go before kickoff, so I'll run through uh, the two starting 11s two changes for Hitchin with Bradley Bell uh, and Toby Syme dropping out of the squad Syme is on holiday in Ibiza hopefully he's listening in but I really wouldn't blame him uh, if he's not and then Bell dropping out as well Eady and Georgiou come in so Charlie Horlock starts in goal back five uh, of Eady Jones Georgiou Barker and Teal, Cotter and Gleeson in midfield with Sneelis, Gallifard and Wilkinson. Uh, up front on the bench, Bradley Bell, Dempsey Thomas, Malachi Black, Charlie Miller, Diogo Gouveia, Jeremiah Lawuro, Trialist A, uh, Henry Silver and George Devine. For Watford Academy then, uh, Jonathan McCauley starts in goal. Number two, Albert Eames, three, Charlie Stallard, uh, four, Charlie Davis, five, George Abbott, six, Scott Holding, seven, Michael Adupoku, eight, Zach Fraser-Grant, nine, Lakin Torres, ten, James Collins, and 11 trial is saying not the James Collins who was at West Ham I can imagine <laughs> uh, the subs are Prince Akiru uh, Gabriel Ortelli Joshua Mullins D uh, Dawid Hamiga Alfie King and Xavier 
uh, Messiah Edwards. It's a, a really interesting Watford Academy squad. A lot of them are, are homegrown talents, a lot of them from Watford, from Watford supporting uh, families, which is uh, always good to see. And they'll be really up for this game, you'd imagine, today. They've only had a couple in pre-season so far, and we a lot of them looking, looking to prove a point, especially at the start of a season oh, yeah. when they're moving into new scholarships or new times in their career. No, absolutely right. There's one, one name that really jumps off the sheet for me. That's Joshua Mullins. There's some Mullins uh, family's members in, in Hitchin around. I wonder if it's the same family. Yeah, um, Josh, the Watford-born defender. There was uh, Hayden Mullins in charge. I'm not too sure if there's any uh, relation there. Hayden Mullins in charge of Watford a, a couple uh, of seasons ago. Well, Hitchin, the first team out onto the field as Finn on the tunnel again reiterates going through those uh, lineups. Hitchin are in their purple away strip because Watford are in their uh, usual yellow uh, and black. The goalkeeper, Jonathan McCauley, uh, the Sweden-born keeper, is in all green and Charlie Horlock uh, is in all red. It's quite strange to see Hitchin in these colours. Yeah, well, especially at home, we don't normally see it, but it's, uh, it's a lovely kit anyway, isn't it? And uh, hey, give, give Watford the benefit of the doubt. They're in their, yeah. they're in their proper colours and it's, and it's lovely. It really is a nice kit. Yeah, it is. There's a lot more black on this Watford kit sort of than in previous years. Uh, certainly on the front uh, of the shirt. But as you say, it's a lovely Hitchin uh, purple away kit. Always maybe helps to sort of bump up the, the sales as well in the, in, no, the, is in the club shop, which I'm told had a, a record turnover on Saturday's game, over 860 fans. It was the most items they've sold on a match day, oh, uh, wow. I'm told, which is just fantastic. Brilliant. Uh, so everyone supporting there, of course, all that money going to such a good place in non-league football and all very reasonably be reasonably priced when you look at some of these Premier League shirts and oh, how damn. much they're going to set you back uh, in the modern game. So there's a couple of minutes to go before kick-off. Charlie Horlock uh, is in the middle uh, doing the coin toss. So this Hitchin team, then Bradley Bell uh, and Toby Syme dropping out the side. Bell did a decent job at left wing back, but of course it's good to have a, a natural player, Lane Eady, over there. Big night you feel, though, for Stan Georgiou in the middle of that defence. Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't... Did he did he come on against Arsenal? Like I say, the, the reception was terrible where he I was. He didn't. He was excellent against Kempston, of course, right. in a majority development squad game and, and really sort of stepped up because yeah. a lot of the players, of course, were only a little bit younger than him. Yeah. Uh, but he really was a mature head in that one and played well. He really needed that game. Yeah, no, I think he needs that game. And this, listen, this this, this is a test of, of, of how big his biggies, his boots are. Uh, sorry, nearly said something else then. Um, <laughs> You know he's got to, he's got to step up to the mark, hasn't he? I mean, and, and he's capable. He's totally capable. We know what he's got, and uh, he's you know I, I think we'll see a good performance from Stan today. Well, if you'd like to get in touch with us throughout the evening, drop me a tweet at Cardi Freddy or send us a message uh, on the HTFC Radio website. If you'd like a shout out, James Collins uh, will get us underway. Hitchin will kick from right to left in the first half towards the uh, Bedford Road end where some of the other Watford Academy players not involved in the squad today are congregated. We've got to talk about Toby Adeyemo in a moment as well. But we are we underway here at top field. Pre-season game number six out of nine for the Canaries. They go to Biggleswade Town uh, on Thursdays. There's some early pressure by Finley Wilkinson. McCauley can clear uh, up down the right-hand side. Jones heads forward. And then the Canaries will take on Royston on Saturday. That's in the Hearts Charity Cup. It's then Dunstable uh, next Tuesday. AFC, that is. We'll hopefully do that game as well before it all gets underway. Hitching against Alvechurch here at Top Field a week on Saturday, August the 5th. That is the first game of the Southern League as Georgiou is already backpedalling. Running onto the ball, knocking it back to Charlie Horlock, who this time he's the one being put under a bit of pressure. 
did have a chat with him before the game about the penalty that he gave away and he felt it was a little harsh but he actually should he should have been quicker off his line should have got to the ball and won it in the first place he's just so honest isn't he yeah no and, and he's absolutely right yeah so I mean you, you know he is like you say Mr Honest isn't he Barker heading the ball down, appeals for a free kick and the referee obliges to have a minute on the clock. It's Watford in a decent position. They want to take it quickly. Hitchin not letting that happen. The other team news as well is that Diogo Gouveia is back on the bench for this one. He returned to training on Thursday, light training that was, uh, but he's now back on the bench. So hopefully we'll see a cameo for him in the second half. But there's so many games at the moment. If you're ever not sort of quite feeling it as a Hitchin player, there's always going to be another game uh, just around the corner where you'll be able to, to have that introduction. Marek. Nice little stint there. Yeah, I mean, I think what what's, what they're doing is I think they're saving him for Royston, really, and I wouldn't I wouldn't be disappointed if that's exactly what they did. Yeah, Toby Syme. Hopefully, he's back from his holiday for Royston after his last minute heroics last time. Yeah, here's Kai. I Teal. don't remember much about that. <laughs> Over on the right hand side into Galliford. That clip will certainly be getting a run out on Saturday. I can tell you that. Good header down by Wilkinson. May well roll across to Lane Eady, but it's cut out by a Watford man who can bring the ball forward oh, uh, down the right-hand side. Goal is so far. Adupoku going past Eady and then going past Jones, who tries to recover. Adupoku gets the cross in. And Joe's showing his strength there. Adipoku down and appealing for a free kick and he's not going to get one. Nil-nil. No, he's not going to get anything for that one there. But uh, what a turn of pace and a little bit of rolly-overs with the uh, showing a bit of skill there. They're going to have to keep their eye on him. That's Kieran Jones's duty by the looks of things. Yeah, we saw Lane Eady in those <coughs> Luton and Stevenish games. The pace yeah. is somewhere he can be challenged. And when you're taking on these academy sides, it's almost a guarantee that any of these forwards and wingers are going to have the beating of you for pace. And it's about yeah. how you can cope with that. And that's where defenders like Kieran Jones and Lane Eady, who's very capable on that wing-back role, uh, have to sort of use other parts of their game. That's a think one step ahead. Here's Teal. Nice. Taking on Stallard, looking to cut him onto his left foot, and it's given away. See Teal often capable of delivering across on either foot. And he's, he's had a really good pre-season. We, we've known he had to, but that stop fall game, certainly. That's the levels Hitchin will want to hit, and, and he was a really key part of that in the second half. Yeah, and like I say, it was, it was a bit of a shame, really, that he caught that injury last season. Otherwise, we'd have seen marked improvements in him as well. Um, but uh, he's, he's, he's certainly got it in the tank. Relatively small crowd this evening at Topfield after 800-odd uh, on Saturday. I think we're probably looking at about 250, 300 at most here, but fans will still be uh, coming in. There's a long ball over the top here. Wilkinson looking to run in behind under pressure from God, Holding, mate. who holding by name, <laughs> holding by nature, but the it's referee the gives him the free kick in the end against Finley Wilkinson. Maybe a bit of a surprising call. There's probably a bit of both in there, but... That's what we can bring the ball forward. Down the left-hand side, it's played wide over by Mark Burks. Dug out long over the Terrible. top and Charlie Hall was already positioned pretty much in the edge of his penalty area to roll the ball out to Kieran Jones. Jones into Gleeson and now George U. Well, there's that rivalry between Luton and Watford. Plenty of Luton involvement in this hitching team. Ex-Hatters, Mark Burke to name one notably. His Teal driving Lovely. into the ball, gets into some good space here. Can he pick out the pass? He can't. He's laid it off to Charlie Davies. He had a lot of space there. He did all the good work. Given away here to Lane Eady, though. Laying the ball off to did Stephen it. Gleeson. He did hit one from that range on Saturday, and it was dreadful. As oh, Teal looks to size was running. And Michael Jones just stood on the touchline laughing over at him, and even Gleeson apologised. But after that stop for goal, you feel he's going to keep having a go. Yeah, you go, got to eh? keep hitting him. 
one will go Inglis. I love I love Steve Cooley's comment actually about that. He says it's uh, like easy on the windiest pitch in the United <laughs> Kingdom. I thought that was class. Yeah, it really is. Over the top now and headed down by Teal, flicked on by Stephen Gleeson. Getting a real run of starts, isn't he? Sort of excluding yeah. those, if you say maybe the, the Kempston and, and Leighton games, perhaps, so it's sort of the development squad fixtures. Gleeson's played pretty much every game in this pre-season and fit as a fiddle still. Well, he's, and, and as he said himself, he's enjoying his football now at the moment. You know, probably uh, for the for the longest time, he's really having having a good mm. crack out there. And he's, he's an excellent player. Do you know what I mean? There's no such, two ways about it. Such an asset for Hitchin. I mean, oh. on the pitch, of course, off it, and then his academy role as well in charge there. It, 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 yeah, it's been a, real, been a real stroke of luck. But credit to Hitchin as well for, you know, helping someone like him to really enjoy his football. Sure. It might be that low corner at Will, but it's gone straight to Eames, who, to be fair, read it quite well. The second he saw Wilkinson's run, he tracked him all the way, and Gleeson probably took a little too long to actually release the corner. They lost that element of surprise, did Hitchin. Yeah, or they watched the, uh, they watched the Stockfold game. Yeah, it's starting to... It's, it's sort of I'd, I'd love to watch every game that's happened but I'd say the odds are about one in a hundred now that, <laughs> that it goes in yeah here's Sneelis Cotter in the middle picks up possession Jones is there as well three Luton ex-Luton players involved it's now Waitoidi Cotter again turning on the halfway line just chips the ball across to Lewis Barker makes a bit of space for himself and then plays the ball all the way back into Charlie Horlock who is looking for his first clean sheet of pre-season still Really should have had it against Stockford if it wasn't for that those two uh, late goals. Long over the top here down the right-hand side again. Teal looking to make ground and he gets to the ball. It's a very deep cross. It's going to fly behind uh, for a goal kick. That was very high and, uh, and up there, wasn't it? Yeah, it just didn't catch it. The pitch again is in pristine condition. Yeah, they do an incredible job down here, the volunteers. Watford then looking to play out from the back across with Davis lurking on the edge of the box. So they go wide to Stallard, all the way back into Davis now. He's put under some pressure mm. from Stephen Gleeson. Good sliding tackle in here from Georgie. Doesn't get there, no, and, until his pass is skewed away and Watford might be through taking on Jones, but what a recovery that is from Georgie. Up against Torres. He's done a superb job. Watford will continue though. Chops in onto his right foot and it's back with Kieran Jones now to clear the ball forward Wilkinson can uh, run down the right hand side and it's behind in the end for a, a Watford throw in so Hitchin showing their defensive worth there even when they give the ball away they, they had players back to, to make the interception that's an excellent excellent recovery tackle from Stan Georgiou that's what we want to see from the lad over the top now Kieran Jones just looking up Charlie Horlock's there and Jones is going to uh, knock the ball across to Horlock and over the top now and just uh, evading Jack Sneelis behind for a Watford throw and so nil-nil so far decent start by the Canaries yeah no they're doing well they're, they're holding down any challenge that Watford have uh, thrown at them at the moment there's only been one real main one um, uh, and they're, they're trying to build to make their own challenge headed forward now by Edie all goalless at top field as it was last year when these two sides went head to head played back here by Watford it was a bit of a mixture I think they were a first half team a second half team in that game plenty of trialists on show there's just one in the number 11 shirt for Watford and there's trialist Ava Hitchin who's been a regular part of this pre-season but still very much uh, no identity for him yet as there's a foul given against 
the Watford man, Finley Wilkinson, Stephen Gleeson, <laughs> now just has a bit of a shove against Trialis Day, and he tries to make sure he was picking the ball down and looking towards goal again with Stephen Gleeson, but it's going to be Kai Teal uh, who will take the free kick. No, it's Gleeson, he's just told him to oh, clear off. <laughs> yeah, Gleeson who had that, was eyeing up that lob perhaps. He takes the ball to Wilkinson down the right-hand side, chops in onto his left foot and lays the ball off to Teal. Why to Gleeson? Well worked in the end by the Canaries and Gleeson could deliver the cross towards Barker. Oh. Nearly fumbled as well by McCauley. In the end he was able to hold on to it and now Watford can break. Three against three as they come forward down the right with James Collins. Slips it uh, in the middle. Oh. It's overrun though by Adupoku. Tried to leave it. The feet just got stuck and it rolled through them and straight to a hitching man. Well, thank, thank God for that. <laughs> Long ball there by Horlock. Picking out Isaac Gallifer. Keeping it in. Tries to run past his man and in the end it was just overran and Stallard's able to win a Watford free kick nil-nil excellent um, counter-attack from Watford there we just lost the ball um, in their half a goalkeeper very quick to, mm. to get them back on the front foot again and uh, nearly paid dividends here's Georgiou driving into midfield comes to Sneelis who pops the ball back to Gleeson now Galliford teal down the right-hand side Low cross, and it just beats the first defender, but it's cleared away by the second. Gleeson taken down into Cotter. Across now to Lane Eady. Eames comes to put him under pressure, but Eady can find Finley Wilkinson. Chin quite happy to use the ball here. Wilkinson with a raking crossfield pass, asking a bit too much of Kai Teal, though, um, behind for a, a Watford goal kick. The Canaries, there's some real energy to their game. They're taking the ball from side to side, interchanging it really well. Yeah, Gleason, Gleason's having an absolute cracker at the mm. moment. He really is. He's winning everything in that midfield. Uh, and and it, so far, it's been a 100% pass rate. Yeah, so it's nil-nil and Hitchin looking very promising. Relaxed start to this game, really, from Watford. But we've really seen their counter-attacking mm. threat as again they try and play out from the back across to Eames now at right back. Just keeps the ball in play, chipped down the right-hand side and back into the middle by Adupoku, but Gleason's quickly onto it. Watford still, though, looking to break. Fraser Grant through the middle of the pitch and then slip forward ball. by Trialis Day. Might be in here. It's Fraser Grant, and in the end, Jones does the defending back to Charlie Horlock, who can just knock that one out for a, a Watford throw-in. All very tight in there, you know what I mean? Just one little tiny error, and it's, <laughs> it's not going to look good for Hitchin, but they dealt with it exceptionally well. So it's a... Uh, Six games now in pre-season have been played for Hitchin. Just the one win. Four defeats uh, and a draw for the Canaries. I said earlier it was pre-season game number six. It's in fact number seven this evening. But there's that Hearts Charity Cup game, of course, to come on Saturday before the league season gets underway. Just sitting down there looking at our photographer, Pete, and he's got a new lens on the end of that camera, isn't he? Look at the size of that. Can you identify the make at all from Yeah, him? Nikon. I, no, I know he shoots with a Nikon, yeah, but that, that looks like a 400 F2.8. Very but impressive. There you yeah. go. <laughs> now the challenge will be to identify which footballer is on the ball, which is a lot bigger and, and yes, should right. be easier, but for whatever reason. Well, especially pre-season. It's Kai Teal, yeah, exactly. Played through now, up towards Sneelis, and Stella clears the ball off Jack Sneelis. And behind for a throw, and Pete got an excellent shot of Dan Webb after he got to the ball to tap it in. Yeah. After the penalty was saved, he was hoisted into the air by uh, his teammates. So do go and have a look at that one anyway. And there's an excellent uh, match day view video up on Hitchens' YouTube oh. channel. Here's Wilkinson turning. Wilkinson, saved by McCauley, falls to oh. Edie. 
might have another crack after his shot was blocked, but it was again that powerful strike by Wilkinson and McCauley made a, a smart stop That's here come Watford, but the offside flag uh, is going to be up. There's some complaints there, but he had just gone a little too early. In the end, he prods it off the post. <laughs> and harsher refs would probably book you for kicking the ball away there because the flag had gone up a long time ago. I'll tell you what, Watford listeners, that Jonathan McCauley's kept you in the game there because Wilkinson put his foot through that one. It's an excellent save from the young man. Yeah, you've got to be bulletproof as a goalkeeper going up against him and he's bearing down uh, on goal. And McCauley did a good job there. Here's Horlock. Up and over the top, over the head of Sneel. A strong header away, but taken down by Cotter. Gleason's there as well. Bit of a strong tackle. The referee waves play on with an advantage. Galliford now over to uh. Wilkinson, and he's overhit that. Out behind into the bushes. Uncharacteristic, just snatched at the effort in the end. But they really thought if he was going to half volley that perfectly, that would have been top corner, but he didn't catch it right at all. I think the ball just bobbled up a little bit higher than he thought it was, was going to, and he's just got too much underneath it, and it sent it way up into the sky. As you say, very uncharacteristic, but he's in the right place. He's getting the shots on, and uh, A1's going in. Yeah, Hitching certainly creating these chances now, but it remains goalless between the Canaries uh, and Watford under 21s Georgie challenging for the header now with uh, Collins now Edie across to Sneelis driving into the middle of the park against Eames finding Galliford Ooh. trying to flick the ball through He's and he was it. fouled again the frustration there by uh, George Abbott the Wales under 19 international but the free kick goes Galliford's way with that intricate flick they found their confidence again I think from that stop fold game it's all about can they get back to the, those levels that they showed and I think they have done so far yeah, no, they, they, they really have. Gleese Gle is standing over this as well. <laughs> Move out of the way, Steve. Finley Wilkinson <laughs> perhaps fancying the, the low effort. There's so much talent in terms of these dead balls and these set-piece situations. That's with Guvea as well, still sitting on the bench. And a couple others you could add to that list. So a trialist as well in the Kempston game. Arrowin, a brilliant knuckleball free kick. Galliford and Sneelis Wilkinson. It's laid off to Finley Wilkinson and it's saved mm. by McCauley. Maybe he didn't quite get the power, but it was through the wall. And just for a moment, McCauley was unsighted, but just didn't have the power to beat him in the end. Unfortunately, I think it took a little a little glimpse off of one of the Watford defenders as well. Took a bit of sting out of it. They try and come forwards now, but the ball bounces to Georgie. 15 gone, nil-nil. Chip forward now to Galliford. Been all hitching really so far, apart from the odd counter-attack from the Hornets. Georgiou now into Kieran Jones long up and over the top looking for Kiteel it's really well watched actually by Stallard all the way back in corner. but yeah gone for a corner I thought I was going to go straight to McCauley but he wasn't too lively actually off his line and Hitchin will have their second corner this time it's Galliford to take it interesting as well uh. the Canaries mix up their corner takers don't they it's sort of they have these different routines but they have different people who execute mm. each one so Gleason's the one for the, the, the low one and players like Galliford will sort of float it in a little more yeah I mean it just makes it more exciting doesn't it when you've got the, we have got that wealth of talent here now Galliford will take the corner, raises one arm in the air, it's on his left foot, so of course he's a, a different option there, swings it in, Barker gets his head to it, back across goal, Georgie's there in the box, can he move it wide to Galliford? He can, delivering another cross, Kieran Jones heads over the crossbar, he rose well at the back post but he just couldn't get it down. He needs to borrow Ashley Hayes' boots, doesn't he? Just to get up a little bit higher, just so as he can be heading it down rather than sort of came off the top of his head really. Kieran Jones can often be a presence in the box and his corner's working well so far. The goal kick is going to be taken by one of the Watford defenders, so perhaps McCauley not too confident. It's just laid off to McCauley in the end. And 
They're trying to tempt Wilkinson into pressing. In the end, McCauley can go long over the top. Still very much early days in this Watford side pre-season campaign. It's moved wide here and they have lost their manager, Omer Riza, who's stepped up to the first team once again. He's going to be assisting new manager uh, Valerian Ismail. So Richard Shaw, who was assistant manager, will essentially be stepping up, I think, anyway, for, for the time being. He worked in the, the Crystal Palace Academy for six years, played a, a key role in the development of players such as uh, Aaron Wambasaka in his time there. Yeah. Palace, I think with the money that they got from selling him to Manchester United, they were able to fund their new training ground. So obviously a, a really good investment for them producing him. And they've still... Some great players coming through as Teal plays on over the top too much on that for uh, Jack Sneelis. How much how much difference will a, a sort of managerial change make in, in an academy level where it is quite fluid? It's all the coaches sort of know exactly what the philosophy is and what the system is. Probably not going to have quite the effect maybe it would on a, on a senior club. Well, I think to be fair, I think at this level, uh, you know, like Championship, Premier level, they've they've already got their routine and their style of play worked out. You've literally just got to come in and manage it. Um, not saying that's an easy job or belittling it in any way at all, but uh, you, you, I don't think you can bring your own flavour really. No. And of course, with Richard Shaw doing the job, nice flick. He's very much aware of not, you know, not changing too much. Though I'm sure that certainly uh, won't be the case. Over the top now, Barker maybe fouling his man. The referee says no, and Charlie Stay coming across to try and win the ball back from Teal. Plays it down the right, comes straight back his way, and then Barker with a, a diving header forward into Sneelis. Wide to Galliford. He's been good so far. Finding Sneelis again. Cheeky flick to Teal. This is just when we see it. It's like they're on the training ground or in a little cage and on the street playing their football. They just have so much fun when they get going. Wilkinson Love in there it. now. Cleared away. It's just cheeky. It's confident. Yeah, it's confident. It's so good to watch. Here come Watford, though. Again, it's three on three. Down the left-hand side. Still, they come forward. Chipped into the middle and Horlock has to make the save. It broke for trial is day and he just chipped the ball in. Horlock was quick enough off his line to deny it from reaching any Watford shirt. Just taking a little bit too long with that cross, Watford, and by the time he decided to cross the ball, Hitchin had numbers back. Here's Stephen Gleeson. Oh, he's dispossessed here. Might be an opportunity for Fraser Grant. Good block, though, by Stanley Georgie once again sliding in. Now Teal slipping the ball through, looking for uh, Wilkinson. Again, Watford can come for. That's going to be offside. James Collins knows it anyway, and he was never going to get to the ball in the first place. You see, not picking it up. This is the Stan Georgiou I want to see. Mm. You know, throwing himself down in the line, on the line and for his team. And uh, welcome back. Yeah, he was certainly good in that Kempston Rovers game. Him, Malachi Black and George Devine, as well as Josh Mollison, the only real first-teamers. And Malachi Black, maybe you can't really give that handle to yet, of course. Not a contracted player just yet for this season. As again, there's an overhit pass. Watford might win a free kick from it. They will. A little poor, really, from Barker because the ball's already gone, but he felt the need just to clip his man and it would have been simple possession for Hitch and it's now a Watford free kick. That's Lewis Barker. That's what you're going to get. You're going to get the crazy diving headers to clear his lines. You're going to get those little nips and niggles. That's, that's, that's what he's about. Yeah, Barker there can be frustrating at times, but... He's done well going into defence, I have to say. He made me swallow my words because I thought, oh, no, red cards every week, but he's been exceptional. 
Free kick then for Watford. Midway inside the hitching half, fairly central. Trialist A will take it, floats it towards the back post. It's Abbott who was there, falls down now for holding and Sneelis was alive to intercept. Play down the left wing and that bounces behind for a, a Watford throw-in. Everyone doing their defensive duty. Uh, it was well nicked by Sneedus, wasn't it? it? Just again, it's that little Watford are just taking, a, I think they got more time than they have. You know, Sneedus nipped it in, thanks. I'll have that if you don't want it, mate. 21 minutes gone, hitching nil, Watford nil. Watford under 21s and under 18s, really, but of a mixture of the two. Here's Charlie Davis playing the ball across and trying to stay again. Looking for that long ball, which he plays, but it's going to be over hit again behind for another haul at goal kick surprised to see him sort of go this long so far Watford yeah no and, and to be fair that that was right in line with me he was offside again um, just seem to be making their runs early but if we keep giving them opportunities you know they are gonna they're a good side they are gonna work it out eventually Haul up then just uh, spotting the ball down here Josh Mollison is in uh, action for Bulldog Town they're uh, trailing by two goals to one uh, in their pre-season friendly. A couple of other sort of Hitchin development squad players in action in that one. Long ball again from Hitchin. Controlled nicely in the end by the line. didn't know too much about it, but mm. taking down the outside of his left foot. Shout out to my mum who's listening in. Stan's Nanan as well, who I'm sure will be tuned in with us. Good weekend in Somerset then, Marrick, overall. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we had we had uh, a nice nice day on Friday. It trickled down a little bit on Saturday. Cleared up for our stage performance, and uh, and then started to come down again. And uh, by yeah. time wet, Sunday wet came, weekend. it was lovely. Yeah, Jones now up and over the top. Yeah, saw some of the videos action. It looked like good fun on that stage as Teal takes it forward down the right hand side slips the ball across oh. it gets a flick on and in the end it's stabbed behind for Eames because by Eames because Edie was in there at the back post another nice moves all coming from Teal down the right yeah he's, he's been brilliant hasn't he Teal at the moment like I say it was very very fortunate that the Watford man did get a touch on it because Edie was there waiting for it so goalless midway through the first half almost exactly halfway through the first half in fact and Corner will be taken uh, by Stephen Gleeson this time. It's going to be a, a right-footed in-swinger. Gleeson in. Nice delivery, but it's headed away in the end by the man at the front post. Again, uh, Watford will look to break. Adupoku coming forward. Teal has just clipped him, but Adupoku can keep coming. And Watford are outnumbering Hitchin here. Adupoku, can he pick the pass? Not there. He cannot. Straight to Lewis Barker. It just lacked the puff to go all the way through to Collins. What an excellent run for the man. And just to have that poor pass at the end of it, he must be very, very gutted. Galliford now after Gleeson gave him the ball. Wide to Teal. Just settling down now for the Canaries. Into Cotter. Be surprised if we get a nil-nil draw like last year, the way these teams are playing their football so far. It's been good viewing for the most part. Georgie with the switch now. Oh, Edie almost keeps uh. it in play. He's going to be frustrated when he turns and sees the flag's gone up. But I think perhaps he just knows. And of two players to come back into the side uh, today. Still a good touch, even though it was over the line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does happen, that. Do keep your messages coming in, either on Twitter or on our website. Throw in then for uh, Albert Eames, been at the club since the age of nine, continuing to work his way up through the youth system at Vicarage Road. And it's now in the first year of his scholarship of the under-18s. Eames then, down the right-hand side, easy header away in the end by Jones. Now Edie trying to take the ball down, but it's cleared. Four by Charlie Davis. 
Barker looking to clear, and it's behind for a throw. An interesting one about Davis. He uh, wears a bracelet when he's playing. It's one of his superstitions, and his, his dad has a matching one. Davis recently telling the club's website he's really determined to pay his parents back for their support over the years. So he's got that matching bracelet with his dad, which is a nice, nice touch. touch. Yeah. Here's Galliford. So important, isn't it, for these young players to have the support of family and friends. A lot of sacrifices will be made. Barker then has Hitch and win a free kick. Again, Gleason's the one who's in the referee's ear, as he so often is. <laughs> I think that's just automatic with Gleason. Some news earlier today as well that Josh Coldy cut Stevens. We know he departed Hitchin has joined uh, Royston Town, Hitchin's A505 well, rivals, well, who of course well. Hitchin come up against on Saturday <laughs> in the Hearts Charity Cup. We'll have to see if he'll be a, a part of the side on that day. I'm sure we'll get Mark Burke's thoughts on that move, but gutted really, not just a, a league rival, but a proper rival, Royston. Yeah, yeah, they are. And, um, we wish know. Pob all the best as well. And of course, I'm sure we'll be seeing much more of him over the season. He, a top guy and he's joining me commentary player. before as Galliford is foul but Sneelis can bring the ball forward onto the edge of the box Jack Sneelis gets the shot mm. away and it was just not the option he had Wilkinson and Edie up there with him this time there's a foul on Fraser Grant makes a bit of a meal of it but is sitting back up now just not the right decision by Sneelis no well, he had uh, he had Edie down one side of him and uh, I think Galliford had started to sort of get on his toes to go down the other side but he's got listen he's got the number nine shirt on he, he's entitled to put his foot through it yeah certainly many players in this Hitchin squad who are happy to have a crack from go got uh, from Ray someone's texted in no they haven't left their name so what made you get into commentary it's an interesting one that just essentially I used to commentate my old FIFA games and I played <laughs> is that right that's how I started essentially and okay. I thought that would be a nice career and so I used to turn it off on the settings and do it myself and I must Brilliant. have got fed up of the automated computer ones and then of course a few months later the advert came calling with North Hearts Radio and Hitchin Town the rest is history now but yeah. that's how it all sort of started anyway it's wide to Till. Played back now into Lewis Barker. Now when I play Fever, it's just shouting at the telly. It's very yeah. frustrating. No, it can be can't, Fever. I just can't do it anymore. I don't have the time, but it's just... People are too good at it now. Stallard now clearing away. You're into your top 11. That's a little more relaxing, isn't it? Yeah, there's no commentary going on in top 11. <laughs> it's... Um, uh, the, the the thing is though is that they've got ways to make people spend money and that's what that's what's always sort of concerning yeah. really Till with the throw in then on the edge of the uh, penalty area really in line with anyway Cotter now taking it down just forced away from goal lovely back heel mm. though to pick out Till again takes it round his man still into the box is Kai Till gets the ball back across and it's blocked behind the last touch coming off Kai Till I don't know how he managed to keep going into the box he just carved away through everyone parted that Watford defence and almost overran it in the end but yeah. he's, he's unlucky the last deflection cruelly coming off him well, a couple of uh, a couple of his touches looked like he just played it a little bit too long, but uh, there was nobody closing the ball down, so he could just wander straight in there. Unlucky. McCauley now. Teal really being afforded the space to come forward. Lewis Barker here covering and doing the defending up against Torres. Back into the Watford defence. Goalless after 28 minutes then. Certainly been Hitchens' game so far, but Watford still always looking a threat on the counter-attack. And here comes Collins down the left-hand side, playing the ball across Jones. 
can cut it out. Scored that own goal on Saturday. Kieran Jones, very unlucky one. The header coming down from an Arsenal man, pinging off the side of Jones's head and past <laughs> Charlie Horlock. Nothing he could have done about it, but another header that Hitchin have conceded, really. There was two in the Kempston game. It's still something that they haven't put right, really. And with the players they have back there, they should be doing better. Yeah, defensively, we should be dealing with headers, really. Cross here to Lane Eady. Up to Wilkinson. Gleeson has to be careful, and he is. Lays the ball off for Wilkinson, who can then chip it wide right to Kai Being afforded too much space here by Stellar, and still Kai Teal coming into the box, tries to go past him, managing to keep possession there's no one really up in support Barker gradually coming forward and in the end Teal winning a throw and he just had no one helping him out no Cotter also was was very slowly sort of making his way over there but uh, come on guys help your boys out so throwing then for Kai Teal impressed with what you've seen so far yeah, I have to say, yeah, I think we're holding our own very well. I mean, I'm impressed with both teams, to be fair, because, um, like you say, this is a mix of under-18s and uh, under-21s, so, you know, they've got a good side. Half an hour gone here. Georgiou looking up, delivering it across. Wilkinson's almost in there. It's headed away. And again, Watford are able to bring the, the ball forward. It's Hitchin who've had the better of the chances, that's for sure. Well, and, and in the air as well. That's a rarity, isn't it? Wilkinson... Firing a couple of shots in, one on target, one a long way over. E, uh, Jones at the header at the back post. Kai Teal has been causing all sorts of havoc. Hitchin will be really pleased with this start. They need a goal to show for it, though. Here's Cotter heading forward straight into uh, Stallard. That long ball ain't working, mate. Jones hooking the ball over the top. Nicely controlled by one of the Watford coaches. I know Tom Cleverley is over there in that dugout now, recently retiring, but taking over a new role uh, in the academy. But that weren't him. <laughs> no. <laughs> Kai Teal saying cleverly, the best player he's played against when the two had that midfield battle in yeah. uh, last season's game. Ashley Fletcher as well, now on loan at Sheffield Wednesday for the upcoming season, was taking a part in that game as Andy Pokey tries to flick it forward. Gets another chance here. Wide to Eames. First time we see in Watford really build an attack and it's always wasted in the end. Eames mm. only just over hitting that cross and it's onto the roof of the net. Charlie Hall would have had his heart in his mouth for just a moment. Only just for a split second there. It was dipping very rapidly, wasn't it? But I think Charlie had it covered. Well, look, just taking a swig from his bottle of water and picking up possession. Kieran Jones is just bending down and it's a little tired for the moment. It's been quite a long old uh, pre-season though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it has games already. Played. Seventh game and it's oh. Neelers just fouled there. Again, it's poor from Scott Holding. He was just continuing to live up to his name. Getting a little bit too much of Sneelis, who's brought down. Galliford will run over to uh, pick the ball up. So Hitchens still looking for their first home win uh, of pre-season. keen to, to get it soon. It is their last pre-season game here at home anyway. Yeah, it'd be nice to get it at home, wouldn't mm. it? Eady now slipping the ball down the uh, left-hand side to Wilkinson. Across now to Gleeson, who's got a little bit of space. Chips the ball up towards the back post, over the head of Barker, headed away well uh, by a Watford man. 
Cleared away then eventually by Abbott and now Trial Day taking it down. Nice spin away from Barker. Slips it through. Barker was down. Got his hands to the wall. The ref says play on. Georgiou's going to stroll forward though with it now. Jack Sneelers in off the crossbar. Oh, Jack Sneelers. He couldn't have hit that any harder if he tried. What a sublime strike by the man in the number nine shirt. Well, that's a bit cheeky really because uh, we both we both saw that Lewis Barker did. It did come off his hand. So what, what for fans, you, you have got reason to gripe. The ref ain't seen it uh, and, and Sneeder still had loads to do but he's put his foot through that one isn't he absolute belter no chance at all for uh, for Jonathan McCauley on that one one nil itching that's one out of the Finley Wilkinson school of how to hit a football it was absolutely rifled by Jack Sneelis. It's the breakthrough that Hitchens so deserved as well. Yeah, we've, we've been, to be fair, we have been the, the team that's on top and, uh, and we deserve a goal. Fantastic work then by Sneelis. But as you said, it was Barker. He was firstly skinned by his man. He ended up on the floor. They tried to play the ball past him. It hit his arm that was glued to the floor. <laughs> and I think the referee must have just said it wasn't intentional. No. Hitchens won the ball back, played it through, and, and Sneelis has rocketed the ball in off the crossbar, which looks to be still shaking as it's chipped forward <laughs> now by a Watford man. Nicely controlled this time by Mark Burke, who just lays it off for Kai Till. We'll have to ask Lewis, actually, if that was intentional. <laughs> Till then, yeah, could be a pre-assist with his arm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> after Josh Bickerstaff reportedly hand handballed in Hitchens' equaliser on Saturday as well. They try and work it forward now to Wilkinson. Galliford goes for goal! And it's a good save by McCauley. Galliford, who almost scored that incredible strike in the Stevenage game, if you remember. Yeah, I mean, this Off that touchline. And now the confidence is yeah. opening up now for the Canaries. Galliford really is coming on, mm. and he leaps and bounds. Gleeson now laying it off into Isaac Galliford. Now Finley Wilkinson takes a step forward and gets the shot away and again it's just over hit. Hitchin will want to keep encouraging him to shoot though because we know just what he can do but it's just not working for him so far. Not at the moment it isn't. He's just stuck that one where he stuck the other one but uh, we know exactly what that young man's got And uh, but today was Sneedus' banger so um, you're, you're going to have to match that one Finn. Yeah, Jack Sneedus smashing the ball in. Hitchin uh, have the lead then. It's a rare home goal, really, in this pre-season. A couple of them on Saturday scored by now retired players as Georgie heads one up to Cotter. You've got to think as well, Galliford, he'll be so keen to face Royston on Saturday. He really will. Oh, and will this will all be great preparation for him. Here's Wilkinson down the left. He's onside, getting into the box. Finley Wilkinson step over, laying the ball across, taken down by Sneelis again. Back to Wilkinson. Can he work an angle? Gets the shot away. It's blocked easily enough by holding. Watford try and bring the ball away, but Edie does a great job of winning it back and then winning a free kick. Watford just look rattled here at the moment, tend to go till half-time 1-0. Yes, Edie's just using all that experience, got in front of his man, and as soon as his man tried to get the ball off of him, he's, uh, he's took a tumble and the referee's brought it. It's, uh, it's a free kick down by the corner spot. Yeah, the physio coming on for Lane Edie then. She'll mean we're... Just going to have a halt here. Edie, who missed Saturday's game, back in the team today, replacing Bradley Bell. It's right over down by the corner flag. Right where we can't see. Yeah, so Hitchin will have a, a free kick in a good position after this. And 10 minutes to go in the first half. It feels like, you know, I had a chat with Michael Jones earlier and he said it's all about 
you know, we, the players have shown what they can do against Stockfold, and now there's no excuse to not be replicating that week in, week out. And that's not happened against Arsenal. And yeah. I think they're very, very close to touching those heights against a team that you would say are superior to Stockfold anyway, Championship Academy side. Yeah, we've just, just noticed that we're getting a signal over. I think they need his uh, matches run, really. I look like a. A symbol yeah, for a Bradley Bell called, called back over then, and he's going to be uh, taking his bib off. So Bell, who played at left wing back, and I thought did a really good job actually. He was one of Hitchens' better players in the afternoon. He's going to get an early early introduction here. He's going to be a, unable to continue. He's, he's off the pitch though and receiving treatment. So Gleeson will be able to take uh, the free kick. Tight angle for him to swing it in. It is Stephen Gleeson. McCauley mm. punches it a long way away. The end only to the edge of the box. He has to properly dive to get there. Now Jones taking it down on his knee. One back by uh, a Watford man. And the break was almost on, but it's thwarted in the end. And Gleeson plays the ball back into uh, Charlie Horlock. Calms him down. Just puts his hand up. Take your time, Charles. Horlock. Looking for that switch to Finley Wilkinson. Watford, they seem to be allowing Hitchens so much space down these flanks. They're still continuing to play narrow. Wilkinson driving into the box still. And in the end, it's well defended by Scott Holding. But every time the ball goes wide, if it's to Teal, if it's to Edie or Wilkinson, they're, they're always unchallenged to take it down. He's furious with himself, Finn. He knew he could do better there. But, um, you know, he's getting himself in the right positions. Only a matter of time before he bags one. So Edie's replaced after just 37 minutes then with uh, Bell coming on. Of course, we'll catch up with Mark Burke after this game. That one will be out on social media uh, later this evening and we will get the latest in terms of that injury. But it's a, a premature unforced uh, substitution then. Corner kick for Hitch. It's going to be another in-swinger. Edie's looking in some pain here. Still bending down over his legs and maybe he's just been sort of winded or we're not sure. He was no, probably hobbling. knocked over. Ball in again. Oh, Georgie was rising for it. Galliford then, in the end, just sort of scissor kicks it down to Teal, who recycles the ball into the box. Too close for McCauley and straight down his throat and the goalkeeper uh, able to catch. For me here, for Watford, you want to be sorting this defence out, I think, before you think about really getting back into the game. It's too easy for the Canaries. There's chance after chance at the moment. Yeah, it's, uh, they're not so... They just seem like they're, they're just a little, little bit off the pace, really, Freddie, to be fair. Um, they're not closing the ball down. They just seem a little bit lethargic at the moment or uh, maybe may tired, I don't know. They're, but they haven't really had that, that many um, pre-season games have they? Yeah played on Saturday a two-all draw against Step 4 Basingstoke Town and they beat Step 4 Hartford Town 3-1 the previous week so it's not been a, a massively compact fixture schedule so far only their third game compared to Hitchin's seventh of course, we have seen plenty of development squad players coming in for Hitchin as the ball switched out <laughs> towards us and it's bouncing down just in front. Bradley Bell will jog over to take the throw in. It's one of the fans down in front of us throws it back in. You mentioned Pete's new lens as well. Yeah. I'm not sure that's him in front of us, you know. Oh, is it not? We talked about identifying people. <laughs> There's one of them just down in front. Pete is just there by the by the entrance of the tunnel, but similar hair. You're absolutely similar right. Similar complexion, but that would explain it. So Pete's camera is being dwarfed in size at the moment. It has, yeah. This geezer's got a big old lens on there. But uh, yeah, my eyes sometimes do let me down. <laughs> well, I was with you. For, well, it's taken us 40 minutes. Anyway, Gleason will take the corner for Hitchin, who still lead by a goal to nil. We do know that for sure. And they have been excellent uh, in this first half. Gleason will take it then spotting the ball down former Ireland international 
Snealus jogging over for the short option. It's straight over his head from Gleason. Delivered in, headed down! Oh. Kieran Jones with the second for Hitchin, but the referee bl you know, blows his whistle. Is he given the goal? He's not. It's a free kick for a, a push by Kieran Jones. Well, it was a, an excellent header, but the referee saying it, it's not allowed to count. And to be fair, there's not too many complaints from Jones. No, there wasn't actually. I, again, it, it, it flew over the top of my head. There, I thought that was uh, I thought that was a good goal myself. Yeah, Kieran Jones there just looked like I think one of the Watford players went down anyway, and the referee fairly quick to make the decision anyway. But frustration for Jones, who it's not often on the score sheet for the Canaries, as he told us when we interviewed him a couple of weeks ago. And he wants he's more. Always in there with winning those headers. Free kick now for Hitchin again, though. And as we say, we'll get all of the reaction after this game from Mark Burke. Talk about the key moments. Yeah, but you see, defensively, Watford are going to be disappointed, man. They should have dealt with that. Teal and Galliford standing over the free kick, taken short and quick by uh, Teal. Galliford lays it back off to him down the right-hand side. It's all too easy for Hitchin at the moment. They're really bossing this game. Galliford delivering the cross. Good header away by... Uh, Abbott and again oh. it's slow and Galliford can go for goal it's blocked though by uh, a Watford man and out for a hitch and throw in halfway inside the Watford half the floodlights flickering into life as a Watford flag is raised in the uh, end towards which they're attacking a few Hornets down here including Matt Furness and his son who's got the Watford kit on rather than the, the yellow and green <laughs> throwing for what throwing for Hitchin here, then taking down into Cotter, back to Bradley Bell, who's going to be looking to cut in on that right foot, of course. He is a right footer playing at left wing back. Jones delivering the cross, almost falling in there. Jack Sneelis on his left oh. foot, playing it back across, nearly falling for Bell. Still Jack Sneelis then. Finding Wilkinson on the edge of the box, mm -hmm. gets the shot away, just took a little too long and it's blocked. Now Georgiou stepping forward again. He's read the game really well this evening. Now a foul here. Uh, on the Watford player though and they're going to have a free kick four minutes left of the first half 1-0 to Hitchin what a half it's been eh? you just listen Watford just haven't come out of the stalls and a lot of that credit is due to Hitchin the way that they've just been pressing them and they're chasing everything yeah absolutely it's been uh, very impressive uh, so far tell you what I've just seen a, a video uh, of the Kieran Jones goal as well and we're just going to have a little look at this and he was just pulling the man back it looks soft but you can just see he just oh, had a hand on the is, shirt yeah. but it's very that could have gone either way essentially a big shout out to Eddie Selby who's sent that in but here comes Stallard down the left hand side delivering the cross and Georgiou has to fire it up and over behind for a corner kick safety first yeah, absolutely. Uh, hey, we've, we've almost got VAR, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, we have. Fair play to Eddie sending that in helps us out. We don't often have that, but yeah. it looks like you can see why the refs made the decision anyway. If there's yeah. a shirt being pulled, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's, it's fair enough. It's frustrating for Jones, but, you know, it's the next one. The next time he's in the box, he'll be thinking, keep my hands to myself and then get my head to it. So he'll live and learn, of course, as... There'll be a corner for Watford here, though. Big moment in the first half. It's the love train routine where all those players stand in the line and make their way into the box. First corner for England Watford. in the 2018 World Cup est, and the ball comes in. That's a good header, but it's straight up in the air by Barker, who jumps to the second one. That looked like a foul as he was knocked over, and the referee eventually giving it before Barker lunging in to make a great block. Gleason takes it quickly. Out to Wilkinson, the referee says too quickly. <laughs> one of the hitching officials... He's irate with the referee who was not watching, but that's why he blew up anyway. He wasn't ready for that free kick to be taken. 
Horlock will take it now. Again, they're looking to go wide every time to Wilkinson. Gets his head to it this time. Comes at the back of Charlie Stallard's head. Been a little surprised with Watford in this first half, I have to say. They've not met sort of expectations, I don't think. And no. There will be more to come. They've got a few subs to call upon as Jones goes wide to belt. I have to also say that Dave did uh, give us his score prediction of 3-0. Yeah, it could be on the cards, of course, that Jones' goal ruled out. We've seen chances for most hitching attackers, really, in this first half. Here's Teal down the right, delivering a cross. It's over hit, but Bell was in there at the back post. Do. It falls for Gallifred, saved in the end by McCauley. Might even have been blocked by a Watford man. We'll have to see. Here's Cotter. Just keeps the ball in play, but he can only play it down the left too hard. And Bradley Bell in the end has put it behind for a, a Watford throw in. Save or block? Uh, to me, it looked like a save. And I was mm. just about to, to say McCauley's uh, really, he's, he's their man of the match. He's kept Watford yeah. in it. Brian Oconquo doing the same on Saturday. He made some stunning saves in that game. Six foot seven, six foot eight potentially. And Hitchin was still trying to lob him on multiple occasions. Mm. As Georgie gets to the ball here. And then Jones, just <laughs> a little too over physical again uh, on the Watford man. This time the Hornets want to take the free kick quickly. And Stephen Gleason has pushed Bradley Bell in the way of the ball yeah. so that they're unable to do it. <laughs> the referee's just laughing at this point. Well, you've got to laugh, and yeah, it's just that's just comical. Every trick in the book, and Bell was just used as a bit of a human shield there to be to block the ball off. 20 seconds left of the first half Hitchin fans will be enjoying themselves here as we say it's a relatively modest crowd but yeah. shame not to see more of them down here because they're, they're missing some excellent football but hopefully you've got a good few of you tuned in here on HCFC Radio with Freddie and Marek as ever if you, all, if you know people who will be sat at home Hitchin and Watford fans listening and may not be aware of the radio as well make sure to send them the link let your mates know about it let your football friends know about what we do and we're still of course trying to get the word out there and People know that this service is here for them to tune into as Bell oh, uh, goes wide. Looking for Jack Sneelis and it's going to go over the line for a throw. And into added on time at the end of the first half. We continue momentarily. Watford just standing on the ball in defence. Played over the top. Jones is pushed in the back and the referee says play on this time. No foul by Torres. Georgie now to Cotter. Got a great half-time feature coming up as well. We'll hear from Diogo Gouveia and Toby Syme dishing the dirt and all of their Hitchin teammates. And that'll be in a few moments' time because at half-time, it is Hitchin Town 1, Watford Academy nil, a deserved lead for Hitchin. Jack Sneelis thundering the ball home in the 32nd minute. It could be two or three. Yeah, definitely could. If it wasn't for uh, McCauley, he's really, he's really done well. Um, I, I can't really think of another Watford player that's really sort of done anything excellent really apart from Adipoku's um, energy and, and pace there just sort of getting him getting him past Lane Edy every now and again but now Lane is off the pitch you've got Bradley Bell to deal with and uh, he silenced that man as well so um, yeah Hitching looking good yeah excellent stuff there uh, from the Canaries so far we'll have a little bit more of analysis uh, on that first half but first we're going to hear from Toby Syme uh, and Diogo Gouveia talking teammates from Topfield to Telford, IDNet's brilliant broadband is keeping HDFC Radio connected. Whether it's business, home or mobile broadband, IDNet has you covered, meaning your connection won't let you down. You're onto a winner with IDNet's local broadband. Visit IDNet.com to find the perfect package for you.
So we got Toby Syme and Diogo Gouveia. We're going to be playing best and worst. Nice and simple, guys. It gives you a nice chance to slate off a few of your teammates as well and potentially praise a couple of them. So we're going to start out. What's the best thing? What's the worst thing about pre-season training? Getting back here after a nice summer, a couple of trips abroad, and you're back here down at the arena. Worst. It's got to be just running. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, it's got to be. Oh, yeah, worst definitely the fitness side of it. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, yeah. At the minute... Loads of games. Loads of games. Yeah. yeah. Fun and that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. And uh, Barnet wise, <laughs> LB. LB. He came with a do rag the other day in the in the change room. So. so that's the worst rather than the best for me. Oh, it's the worst. Worst. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for, yeah. Me, for me, it's Brad. Can't lie. Brad, <laughs> the worst Barnet. <laughs> and the best. At the minute, I have to say uh, JT Jack Stevens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so um, best and worst music taste. Oh, not the worst. It's got to be Stan. Yeah. Oh, Stan. Yeah, yeah. Stan doesn't know anyone. Oh, other than <laughs> he said he gets in his car and he listens to like Adele and things. Dolly like Parton. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I can imagine. Okay, well, I heard what you listened to on the way in. Actually, sounded quite, quite <laughs> good. Actually, yeah. <laughs> and that um, and that also probably leads into the next one. Best or worst on a night out? If you could pick one player in the squad, you got to have a night out with them. And one player you, you want to avoid if you're out in the nightclub, who are we going for? Um, avoid, probably Boomer because the stuff he gets up to. Uh, yeah, <laughs> keep a distance from him, keep arms limp. <laughs> um, best, LB because he just talk nonsense all the time. Yeah. So we've uh, yeah, realised that in better dorms. So. <laughs> How about you, Diego? Worst? I probably agree with Toby to be fair. Mm. LB's a bit of a laugh, so it'd be good. But yeah. Boomer is up to some weirdness, so... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pull him about that, actually. Yeah. Um, okay, who's the, who's the best and the worst driver? Getting a lift to training. I don't think I've had a lift from anyone, to be fair. Uh, the people who complain most, Jack Sears avoids lifts. Mm. Yeah, yeah. True. And okay. uh, Brad and Stan complain about that all the time. Okay. No one said Dave's a coach driver, perhaps surprisingly. <laughs> it takes three hours to get down the road. So <laughs> <laughs> um, this is what I'm looking forward to. Obviously, both of you guys have had a couple of spells here, so you've both had to do the karaoke. Best and worst. Who, which teammates are given the best initiation, and which ones were you cowering at the back of the coach after seeing? Toby was good. Mm. Uh, the one from Watford. He had a good. Time. Yeah. yeah not this time. Potential <laughs> Premier <laughs> League star. <laughs> <laughs> Potential Premier League star, and he, he did a great job. Yeah. yeah. George is good. I think George. Uh, I can't remember too far. I'm not. I can't remember clearly, but I remember George being alright. So yeah, George. The worst I've heard. I'm not sure you know. Brad did it at, um, at the ward tonight. On his own, didn't he, he did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fair play to stand up, but yeah, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> this, this one's going to raise a few eyebrows. Best and worst ball control? You can say yourself as well. For either, <laughs> yeah, for yeah, either think, best or worst, yeah. Um, I think best would be Jack. Jack Snellis. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd say Jogo's the best. Well, not to good to say it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what? LB. Well, it's not going to be the worst. <laughs> Maybe Ash as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's quite, quite hard to take the ball down when you're eight feet in the air, to yeah. be fair. Yeah. Yeah. And you've only got size 13, you should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one thing we would like to know, who's got matchday superstitions in the squad? Are there any that you can sort of get on board with and are there any that are just plain weird? I think Chaz probably does the same thing every single time. Obviously, it works because he's one of the best goalkeepers in the league. But I'd yeah. say... 
yeah, Chaz, Chaz does his does his own thing, does his stretches and things and, and all sorts before the game. So not and not weird, but worst that's one. I think. Was that Boomer? You say Boomer does some weird stuff. Is that included in his suspicions? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I've never seen Boomer do anything. To be fair, one thing I noticed was Laney at half time always takes his boots off. Yeah, I've never seen anyone. Yeah, do that yeah. really. Yeah, okay. he puts his sliders on and uh, yeah. That's a strange one. <laughs> okay, so who's who's your best and worst social media uh, guru? Hang on, we'll just wait for the train to go past. Cheers. <laughs> we are down at the arena, of course. Not much we can yeah. do about who's who's always checking Twitter after the game to see what everyone's saying about them. Jack's always on Jack, Twitter. Yeah, I mm, Jack, yeah, always on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. And then important one now: best and worst fashion sense. There's going to be a few that will spring to mind. Worst LB. Yeah, I, think so. I, I knew think everyone would agree with that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I do. Um, I don't know. Who's stylish? There's got to be a stylish one among you. I mean, you're quite stylish, aren't you? Yeah. I'm alright. Yeah, I'm alright. <laughs> I'll put myself up there. I'm trying to think. There's not much you can wear to, mm. to yeah, train yeah, in. Yeah. That's, that can show if you're good No, I'd say, I'd say Cab. Yeah. yeah, in terms of training-wise, yeah. Okay. But that's only he always he always looks looks nice and sharp. So okay, you're out you're out on a night on the town and a little bit of a ruckus breaks out. Who's your right hand man? Who's sticking by you? Who's taking off on their feet? Boom! Twice the size of it. Yeah, yeah. Him or LB? Fight, yeah. Would that apply for a fight a fight on the pitch as well? On the pitch, I'll say Gleese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Perfect, thanks for your time guys. Nice one, thanks. JLR Auto Care, the one-stop auto shop to keep you on the road. Friendly, knowledgeable staff are here to help. Call us now on 01462 420999, the emergency service for your car. Visit us at units 8 to 9 Wilbury Court, Wilbury Way, Hitchin, keeping it local. Well, as Hitchin look for their first pre-season win uh, at top field, they are certainly going about it the right way. They're also looking for their first clean sheet in pre-season, which last happened a year ago tomorrow, which came in a nil-nil draw against Watford under-21s as well. Perfect opposition to do it against Marek. And the defence haven't really been tested so far. They've stood up well against the counter-attacks and it's been all about Hitchin's attacking play. Yeah, literally. I mean, the only time when we did get a little bit nervous was when Lane Eady was getting skinned by... Um, um, Poku um, but like I say he's, he's managed to get himself uh, injured and he's gone off so it's down, down to Brad Bell to deal with the man which uh, which thus far he has done I mean, I mean defensively Hitchin have looked really really good whereas on the other hand Watford have just looked really shaky and slow and you know they haven't got out of bed yet uh, and of course we're taking advantage of that yeah, it's been a really interesting game, uh, this one so far. And Hitchin is just, uh, what, the, what strikes me, they have so many different ways in which they can hurt a defence, whether it's Galliford driving from the midfield, Bell or Teal, you know, coming down either flank, Sneelis running at you, Wilkinson getting off those early shots away. Yeah. You know, there's just so many ways. And when Gleeson and Cotter can just sit in front of a strong defence, it means that the wing-backs can go forward. Even Georgia, if he wants to step up and carry the ball forward, there's, it's such a... A composed and solid defence that we built on from last season. The attacker just going to continue to run riot. Yeah, I mean, Kai Till has been immense, hasn't he, down that right-hand side. He's just literally uh, been ripping his way through, <laughs> through the uh, through the Watford defence. He's been unlucky not to get himself on the score sheet or to get himself an assist, come to think of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've... <laughs> 
we've got talent over the over the fields now, haven't we? I mean, Kevin Cotter and Gleeson, it's like they've been playing together for ages, isn't it? They've just got that little thing worked out. Um, and now Stan George, who's found his, uh, calmed himself down a little bit, found his head again. Um, he's having a great game. Uh, and, and it's going to be hard for Watford now to get back in it, I think. I thought Gallifrey was excellent against Stockfall. I think he's been even better tonight. Oh, he's been great. He's been immense, hasn't he? I mean, I've got the audience task of picking a man out of man of the match, but at least this time it's out of players that have all had a great game so far. Yeah, it's been really good this from Hitchin Town. So Biggleswade Town away up next. We're going to have that live on HDFC Radio. It's a, a, a 7.45 p.m. kickoff time, so our coverage starts at 7.30 p.m. It's a quite familiar ground for us, isn't it? We've been there loads over the last few seasons, Biggleswade Town. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice tight little ground as well, isn't it? And, uh, and the food ain't bad either over there. And of course, Decent the owner's burger. a gooner. Um, so there's lots of lots of pluses about uh, going over to Biggles Wade, and uh, and of course we usually give him a turning over as well, <laughs> um, which which adds the cherry on top of the pie. Yeah, we cer certainly have done. Of course, Biggles Wade are relegated instead of Hitchin. Well, not instead of Hitchin essentially, but their relegation meant that Hitchin stayed up a, a couple of years ago, and I made the yeah. mistake because we went there in pre-season last year. In fact, it was the it was the first where Hitchin played against Barwell in the opening day, and then a few days later they arranged another friendly. Uh, against mm. Biggleswade Town I said that to the chairman I'll look forward to seeing you this season and he went no you won't we, we got relegated and I went oh dear and I uh. didn't even mean to to <laughs> joke and he, I felt so bad but it's, it's so hard for them and they've been rebuilding they've got through a couple of managers as well new man in charge uh, at the moment but we look forward to going there and then of course the big one uh, on Saturday Hitchin against Royston uh, in the Hearts Charity Cup the competition returning and Hitchin are holders as well Hitchin won it in 2019 Isaac yeah. Galliford part of the team uh, that won the competition so makes it even more important when you're looking to hold on to the trophy yeah it does yeah I'm, I'm, listen I'm, I'll be surprised Thursday if we see the main brunt of the first team playing um, to be fair because we have got that cup game against Royston and it's going to be all hands on deck for that one uh, we definitely don't want to lose to them especially not at home uh, and with respect to Biggles Wade I think you know if we if we look at our bench we've got enough on the bench to, uh, to go there and give them a good game you know and it's not important if we win it we lose it as long as people get the minutes and nobody else gets injured We've already be interested to see what's happened to, to, to Lane, actually, if I uh, mm. haven't seen him come back out again yet. So uh, hopefully he's all right. But uh, that's the kind of thing that can happen in pre-season games, as we've seen. And uh, that's the last thing we need. Yeah, I'll be interested to see as well if Diogo Gouveia gets a run out in the second half. Someone everyone will be uh, very keen to see. Well, the sides are gradually starting to make their way back out to the pitch. Uh, there have been nine competitive meetings between Hitchin Town and Watford, all of those coming uh, in the Hart Senior Cup. Seven out of the nine uh, were wins for Watford, most recently uh, all the way back in February 2004. Darren Hay, Ashley H Hayes, uncle, uncle, sorry. Uncle is fine, this is a Jamaican <laughs> way to say it. <laughs> well, there we go. Darren Hay started in a 3-1 semi-final defeat for Hitchin. The first ever man to score a goal for Hitchin against Watford was Jose Wishaw. Uh, Jose Wishaw's son, uh, Ben, was the voice of Paddington in both of those films, and he played Q uh, in the James in the three of the most recent James Bond films. I'll have to credit Brian uh, with the information uh, about about him. But they're, okay. they're a family from Bedfordshire. He was born in Clifton. Uh, was Ben Wishaw? But yeah, Jose playing played a good few games for Hitchin. First Hitchin blade scoring a competitive game against Watford and his son a very much a famous actor he's been on a, was in a BBC series about the NHS I think earlier this year and 
yeah, very famous. Any, anyway, been, been, That's brilliant. Yeah, like Paddington, and which is a cracking film. Don't care what age you are, and all the Bonds are, of course, are, are James Bond films. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But there's, that's that's the stat attack, and also Luther Blissett, the Watford legend. He was part of that game, uh, the four-two win, and he was on the score sheet for the Hornets, former England international. So 1977, you can go back to that. Oh, you've done well there, Freddie. I'll tell you, fair play. Of that one, to be fair. Yeah, no, that's a banger, mate. That's top corner, that is. Like Jack Sneelis has got rocketing in off the crossbar. Some stripes. Seen a few in pre-season. Finley Wilkinson's perfect hat-trick. And Wilkinson, who up to this point has scored 50% of Hitchens' pre-season goals. That uh, slice of the pie is going to just crumble a little bit. Now Sneelis is in on the action. We had the Gleason halfway line goal. And... A couple of trialists have been on the score sheet as well. Well, Hitchin will be unchanged then from the side that finished uh, the first half anyway. As you say, Bradley Bell having to come on uh, in place of Lane Eady after uh, 37 minutes. Eady, he was fouled over by the corner flag and uh, was unable to continue. So we'll ho hopefully uh, that he's o OK anyway. Give a shout out to me missus as well who's listening, Hannah. So if you want anything from the Canary Kitchen, you better text me and let me know what you want. Had a Cornish pasty and chips as we get back underway for the second half earlier on. And it was excellent. Really good pasty. You need plenty of meat in a pasty as well. And, and, it, and it delivered that. Some nice beef and could not complain. Yeah. Steak, if you will. So, Mate, this is why we had to stop doing the chip review because the Canary Kitchen was just winning yeah, it and it looked a little bit dodged like we were setting something up, but it's genuinely <laughs> it's genuinely good grab here, guys. Thrown down the line then for Watford. We've got some work to do in the second half, but the scoreline is just hitching one. Uh, Watford Academy nil. Ball played all the way back into Charlie Horlock. If you missed any of this commentary, including uh, that halftime feature with Diogo and Gouveia and Toby Simon, who were on top form, yeah, you can fun. listen back to it on the Canary Club podcast. And lovely way to, to point out to Gouveia, he probably had one of the best first touches, and he is a very fashionable man as well. Yeah, he's quite stylish, isn't he? New pair of boots for him this season, as he was showing us. Hopefully, they've got the same magic touch as before. Well, as Watford try and take the free kick. The referee's not allowing any free kicks to be he taken quickly. But eventually they do. Scott holding now. Captain Stockport County's academy side made a senior debut there last year. He's on the books at Manchester United as well before his time at Stockport. Plenty of loan spells in the Northern Premier League as well. So he's had a fair taste of senior football. You can tell he's one of the more physical Watford players. Yeah, he has. He's been the one that's... Uh, is, is he, did he get a yellow for his antics? don't think so in the end. He was introduced to senior football on loan at Ashton United earlier last season. Then played several times for Watford last year in the under-21s, but also went back on loan up north to uh, Staley Bridge Celtic. So mm. very much accustomed to, to doing the hard graft as well as coming through the academy, which is just so important. Pull behind now. Uh, for Scott Holding then do keep your messages coming in in the second half tweet me at Cardi Freddy or at Hitchin Town FC or send us a message on the chat uh, on the HTFC radio website four games <laughs> in eight days for us this week nice busy week of action on HTFC radio as we build up to the start of that season <laughs> take this free kick quickly it's pinged off the back of Stephen Gleeson he was walking away nonchalantly but he was obviously closer than 10 yards tell you what if this is Gleeson friendlies I cannot wait to see what he comes up with in this league season he's coming forward down the left hand side trying to cut back in onto his right foot and oh he's just oh, a bit of argy-bargy now with Albert Eames Sneelis takes it's a quick throw going. in 
Gleeson and Eames. It wasn't really too much there for them to get annoyed about, but it's Stephen Gleeson as <laughs> Watford come forward. It's worth just coming down here and seeing for yourself anyway how he does it. And it's not a new thing as well. His whole career, Stephen Gleeson, has been exactly the same by the sounds of it. Yeah, physical, physical player. Love it. Wilkinson closing in and Abbott now. He just plays the ball past him. Good interception here by Cotter, but it's straight to uh, Charlie Stallard, who signed on Thursday following spells of Cambridge United and then St. Neots Town. Joins on a one-year deal for the option of a, a further season. Many of those contracts have those clauses uh, built into them. Chip forward now by nice. uh, James Collins. Out to that danger man in oh the first dear. half. Adu Poker is burst all the way into the box, laying the ball off. Down to Torres, and in the end, Bell can defend well. Prods the ball up towards Sneelis, who has just fouled Eames as another soft one. Really given by the referee, and again, Sneelis, oh, he's shoved over to the floor now. We do not like to see up. this. Bradley Bell scrapping with his man as well. And everyone in around, both goalkeepers have come over. It was a big shove in the direction of Jack Sneelis. It was a soft foul to give away, really, but it was the Watford man who lashed out. Yeah, hey, that's a handbag for life, that one. <laughs> no need for it, really ain't. Oh, I'd expect a couple of yellow cards to be dished out here, but hopefully nothing more anyway. Yeah, it's all calm down. In the context of this game. And every player was surrounded there, but it was Sneelis who was just pushed back and has all calmed down. But we had the flashpoint there with Gleeson as well. And yeah, it's getting warmed up a little bit, toasted up. Listen, Jack went flying. I'm not even going to lie, man. He literally went flying. This ref's calling... Uh, I think, he's, I think it's going to be Poku that he's calling over. Yeah, he's calling someone anyway, and no one's too uh, pleased. It's Gleeson <laughs> who is called over just to oversee proceedings. The referee's still conducting traffic. I'm waiting for someone to come over. He's having a chat to one of the players now. Might even be the trialist. Um, Gleeson's still over there having a chat. I'd be surprised if you don't see a yellow card given. The referee having a, a long chat with him. Sneez is just standing on the edge of the box over to the left-hand side Hitchin will just want to get on with things now as will Watford but the referee perhaps just using this chance to, to lay down the law and just calm this game down yeah before it before he gets out of hand there's you know there's no need for it basically the passion is rising I don't mind a little bit of that but when it gets to you know physical like assaulting people that's when yeah, it, you have to draw the line let's stay then given the talking to no yellow card though fair play and the referee just marking out the ground for Sneelis in the wall but Certainly makes the game more interesting. We really noticed that as well. Arsenal under 18s, the most physical, the most snide, the most sort of clever we've seen an Arsenal Academy side. And Dan Webb was almost delighted to see it as an Arsenal fan that these players are, are coming through. And I'm mm. sure Jack Wilshere's had a, a big impact on that as well, knowing what he was like as a player too. Looked like he was in a better mood. Yeah, it was. I thought he was excellent. Really classy from him. Charlie Stay gets the shot in. Shout for handball after it's blocked by Sneelis, but nothing going for the referee. Is it chipped back over the top by Fraser Grant, headed for by Cotter towards Wilkinson, just trying to turn, and the ball comes off the back of his shoulder. Wilshire making time, as I said, as Hitchin mm. might be able to come forward now. Sneelis just cut out, though, by Eames. Back into the goalkeeper, McCauley, who clears. Flick forward by Trialist Day. Back to Stallard. Yeah, Wilshire making time, saying hello to all of the volunteers and really that respect coming back to his boyhood club, which I thought was really good to see. So 1-0 to Hitchin in an action-packed first half, albeit not really in front of goal or... Well, with the ball at their feet anyway a couple of flashpoints really Gleeson and Sneelis involved Gleeson's still having a little chat with his man with a, a smile on his face I'd love to mic him up for a game but don't think we'd be able to use the footage anywhere 
as Gallifer takes it down into Snealus. Teal now comes across, just chips this one over the top, too close to McCauley. The Swedish-born keeper, eligible to play for Ghana as well. Describes himself as a commanding shot stopper on the club's website and compares his style of goalkeeping to Nick Pope. Not a bad one to look up to. True. Slip through now and Jones coming forward. Cleared forward by Davis into Gleason. Pinpoint pass into Galliford, laying it off Lovely. for Wilkinson, who again lays it off to Bell. Crossing his left foot, Teal's lurking in there as his Sneelers headed away. Cotter on the edge of the box. It's well worked though by a Watford man. Played forward, Barker sliding in, wins back the ball for good tackle, just evading Kai Teal. It's almost too quick this pitch when the ball gets moving. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's flashing around there like no one's business, and it's Hitchin who are, who are getting to it. Hitchin one. What for nil? Better from Hitchin. A better spell, really, in this uh, second half after the game's just started to calm down and the football can do the talking again. Seven gone in the second Go half. On, nil. Sneelis now down the right-hand side. He's only got one eye for goal. as Jack Sneelis and he's going to get oh. the shot away. It'll fall in the box. Oh. oh, it was Bradley Bell. It's so unlucky. It comes off a Watford man. All Bell needed was a touch and that ball would have been in the net, but it, it wasn't to be. No, it wasn't to be, but um, yeah, I mean, Watford playing with fire now. Galliford will take the corner. Second goal, you feel, really puts Hitchin in command now, and this is the time to go out and get it. Yeah, you can. You, it's in the air, isn't it? Really feels that way. Hitchin continuing their momentum on after half-time. Galliford then. One arm raised. Deep, deep corner, almost to the edge of the box. Gleason heading it down. Cavan Cotter, left-footed shot, and he's crept all the way through. A lovely finish from Cavan Cotter. It wasn't about power, it was all about placement. And that was enough to make it hitching to Watford nil. Absolutely there. Cotter's just slotted it past the uh, the keeper's right. Uh, I think he's seen it late, to be fair to McCauley. He's had a couple of defenders in the way. He's just talking to one of them now. Um, but take nothing away from Cotter. He knew exactly what he was doing. He's just literally tucked that away neatly indiscreetly well done 2 nil itching well we were just saying as that corner was taken this yeah. is the time we can feel it in the air Gleeson headed it back across and there was Cotter on the edge of the box and he knew there was a crowd of players he just picked his spot so many players that have gone for power but Cotter I think on his weaker foot as well he just thought I'm going to have a better chance here if I can just slot the ball through two good goals for Hitchin absolutely Wilkinson maybe just fouling Eames. Oh, yes, he is. Go. And again, there's a little bit of a, <laughs> a coming together. Hitchin just needs to smile and laugh now because they're 2-0 up. They're in control of this game. Yeah. There's a few wind-up merchants on both of these sides, I think. And Wilkinson, and we're seeing more and more, he gets sort of drawn into some of these occasions a little too easily. When Certainly not afraid to stand up for himself, though. No, absolutely right. I think we might need two mics the time we come and mic up, <laughs> mic up, uh, mic up him as well. So Wilkinson and the referee now just having a chat. 247 no fans in attendance. We had 300-odd uh, last year, 378. Nil-nil draw in that game. Not going to be the case uh, this time around. Michael Searle as well, who's sitting with us. He's got a Cavan Cotter's goal uh, on video as well, getting replays sent in from everyone. Brilliant. And what for coming forward now? They're into the box. Oh, it's into the side netting. It was Adupoku. We take another look at Cotter's goal. Ball was headed. It's a great header back down by Gleeson. Oh, it's look a lovely that. finish. It's just rolled in by Cavan Cotter. Yeah, really stylish. And, um, and like you say, Poku just hit in the side net. If anyone's going to do anything for Watford, it's going to be him, really, you'd think. Yeah, he's been excellent in this game. And has come closest there, as you say, to 
getting Watford uh, back into proceedings. We're going to see a change here. It's Dempsey Thomas. You can recognise him with that hair colour anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to be joining the action in the number 14 shirt. Brandy Bell just going over to get a drink. Calvin Oof. Cotter, Hitchens' second goal scorer, was sort of strolling in that direction, but I think it's going to be Kieran Jones coming off. Yeah, save him for Royston. Yeah, the physio was on for Jones, and mm. yeah, that is absolutely any player who at least comes off today or plays a majority of the game will not be playing against Biggleswade no. Thursday night, that's for sure. No, definitely. And that's the way we want it, really. We want to keep this, this squad who, who just look very impressive. They're really starting to bond and get this stuff together now. So Dempsey Thomas is on then on the left side of that back three and Charlie Horlock will take the goal kick. It's a, a nice mild evening at top field. A few clouds in the sky but really clear and good conditions again for football. It doesn't feel like summer though. This, the last few <laughs> days have been pretty horrible weather really. British summer. Absolutely. Heat waves everywhere else is on fire. <laughs> Sneelis plays it into Wilkinson driving down on the edge of the box. Galliford now it's well poached though by Eames who Clears the ball away. Cotter will pick it up again. The scorer of Hitchens second. Bell chops in onto his right foot. Delivers across. Teal is there. His man goes crumbling uh, down. And Teal will not be happy the free kick's been given. He just throws the ball back over his head. <laughs> you don't mind this, though, from Hitchin. It's a young team. They can, you know, too many times in the past, you've seen Hitchin players be bullied by more physical teams. And, you know, they've, with, they've not withstood the pressure. But this time they're giving it out and they're dishing, they're dishing out, you know, what's been given to them before. Yeah, no, and it's really good and encouraging to see, you know. Um, just, just, yeah, don't, you don't have to be subject to it. Thomas now, all the way back to Georgie. Hitchin 2, Watford nil. I think I'm almost enjoying this more than Stockfold because Stockfold, you know, they have those seven players missing. They, they yeah. weren't great with all due respect on the night. This is a really good Watford side. They have underperformed here, but Hitchin have really worked hard for these goals. Yeah, I mean, Hitchin, Hitchin are the ones that have put them in a box. You know, they came, they came out at the beginning of the game and, and showed a little bit and Hitchin just shut them up. Good tackle in there by Thomas and Adu Poku. Well, it's great to catch up with Toby Adeyemo earlier, of course, had that oh, month-long loan spell, playing a few games here. The Watford man last season, and a couple of weeks later, he scored came off goal. the bench, scored that goal against <laughs> Reading on his debut. He was so emotional after it went, and he was just saying to us now he still couldn't believe it happened, but he was talking to us. He was wanting to catch up on how everything was going. Gleason lunging in for a tackle there, and now Thomas playing it away. Davis now up and over the halfway line. Across now to Adupoku again he's the pace. quickest player on the pitch Adupoku gets the ball across and it has to be cleared away all the way behind by a hitching player for a Watford corner that is rapid pace he's got some pace hasn't he and, uh, and it's Georgiou the man that's uh, got himself uh, in a position to get rid of it and he's, he's really coming into his own now yeah, great to see Adeyemo. We wish him all the best and such a humble guy, you can tell. Just the oh, fact yeah. he still it still hadn't set in, the fact that, you know, the journey he's had in this last year or so, and it's really lovely to see. And Once when he, he did get... score that goal, we were at Mikkel over away, weren't That's we, right, up in yeah. Derby, and the squad was so delighted for him. It was really a lovely moment as this ball swung in and cleared away by Gleeson, but mm. everyone in the bar after was going, have you seen about Toby and yeah, all yeah. the coaches, all the players? Gleeson was pulled back there. Wilkinson, sorry. The referee says no, and Mark Burke was fuming over there, and now it's played through by a Watford man. May well have been offside against Torres anyway, all the way back in, and uh, Horlock collects. 
Yeah, no, he was, he was humble enough to come over and have a word with us as well mm. when he came straight over here and said, hey, lads. Just keen to know how the club were doing, which players were still here. We were yeah. telling him about Ash Hay, of course, and trial at Brentford, and just delighted was Toby Ediema, the man from Hackney. Fingers crossed for Ash, by the way. Yeah, keeping everything crossed. And we mentioned his uncle scoring in that game against Watford in 2004 and everyone as well. And it's so easy. And, you know, even Cody Kotsim was going to our rivals. You just wish him all the best because these are just such great people as well as players. And you can never wish any of them anything but the best when they do move on to, to other ventures as Gallifard who's returned to top field this season cuts in on his left foot still going into the ball Gallifard arrows a shot in he's going to fall for Bell and it's in Hitchin free Watford nil it's the back post bomber again Bradley Bell I have to say Dave called it Dave usually gets me a coffee um, every game bless him and uh, he called it 3-0 for Watford I thought that was a little bit adventurous but uh, it could be it could get worse it might well get worse here for Watford they're lying up four substitutes and they've got to change up this game but that was yeah. all Isaac Gallagher Marek yeah I was superb it's just, I mean what a replacement eh and um, he's just looked on fire ain't he Gallagher he really has and a superb uh, it was an, a, an attempt at goal saved by Jonathan McCauley uh, it was only palmed out straight into the uh, straight into the uh, direction of, of Bradley Bell who smashed that one home Charlie Day's night is over as is George Abbotts and Charlie Staller. We're going to see Torres uh, come off as well. So changes all round for the Hornets. Hitchin are in dreamland in this game so far. It's been one way of bouncing back from that Arsenal draw. I tell you that. Watford, Arsenal's neighbours. They both train in London Colney, right opposite each other, essentially. Players can go between the two clubs, especially on the women's side of things, as mm. a lot of the young players will go and dual registration with uh, Watford. So it's Messiah Edwards, King, Hamiga and Mullins who are all uh, introduced. Ball played back in here. This has been so clinical from Hitchin. And the first goal, a screamer from Jack Sneelis. The second, Cotter rolling in that rebound from the corner, from the edge of the box into the corner. That one, Gallifard, lovely run, cutting in onto his left foot. Played through now, though, for Watford, and the flag, I think, is going to be raised. Charlie Horlock just able to let the ball roll back into his hands. But the second goal, essentially, is the, the scrappiest one, but it was all from that uh, Cavan Cotter move. And Bell, whether he was onside or off, <laughs> looked on was yeah. able to just tap into an empty net. Fantastic stuff, this, by the Canaries. And this young Watford team have got some rebuilding to do. Here comes Dave. I wonder if he's remembered his prediction as Watford there he is. down Cheering. the right-hand side. Eames now. He's enjoying himself, that's for sure. Back into the defence. Holding now. Where do Watford go from here, real realistically? Because they've not sorted this defence out. Down the M1? <laughs> That is the way, isn't it? <laughs> it's going to be the way. Yeah, I mean, there's no back to the draw. They just had a bad game. They just haven't got out. They haven't. They just haven't woken up. Really, that's all it looks like to me. They just didn't have a chance to get themselves together. And a lot of that is credit to Hitching because we just have been relentless. We've chased absolutely everything, and and it's hard to play against that. Gallifard and Sneelis in there. 
All of this as well. Diogo Gouveia sitting quite comfortably on the bench. Galliford has been magnificent today, really has. Yeah. And it's what happens when you play a player in their best position and where they're most happy. And I think he's going to prove that to Royston on Saturday. I really yes, do. Mate, you must have been right in my brain there because <laughs> I just thought he's going to have such a good game against Royston if we play him exactly there. Gonna be, it's going to be a, a selection. Oh, oh there's, there's a little kick dear, out there oh by Davis. And now Sneelis onto the edge of the box. Oh. oh, he's hit that hard, but he's hit it a long way wide in the end. That was nasty from Davis. And it's going to hurt Galliford just on those shins. Yeah, just as we were singing his praise, Royston and blah, 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 I just thought, uh, mm. I'm worried. <laughs> now. Yeah, probably getting to that stage in the game where, of course, Hitchin wanting to get the minutes in these players' legs, but they can afford at some point to start making those changes and introduce a few other players and preserve those who are going to be very important on Saturday. That's Charity Cup game. The ball just rolling behind for a, a throw-in here for Hitchin. Well, well, well. Teal picking the ball up here. Hitchin fans to continue to drop us a message, please, on our website. Drop me a tweet at Cardi Freddy. Sneelis now coming forward again. Galliford just showed a bit too much of the ball to his man and Cotter chipping it through. Shout for a handball, but number seven's going down, holding his mouth for Sneelis was getting onto the edge of the box and would have got the shot away. So you can only presume might have hit him square in the face there, which is going to be uh, a painful one for Adu Poku. Yeah. Uh, hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And now there's still some fisty cuffs and some argy bargy again. It's just boiling over again. It's Finley Wilkinson who's being held in all sorts of places but held back by his teammates now. I don't know where the goal getting keep. really out of hand. Well, McCauley's come running right from his line to the, to, to the edge of the D to shove to shove Wilkinson over. I don't know what his, what his problem is. Referee needs to get control of this game. Pretty much. Charlie Orlock's even had to come yeah. over from his goal. Pacifist in chief, Charlie Horlock, and he has... Calm but I think unless the referee starts showing cards here, it's not going to calm down because players are just going to get away with this silly behaviour. Well, there's no red, there's no yellow cards out there, are there? No, none so far. None. But still, none. You think it must be nearly time for a couple because it's getting very frustrating for the spectators as well. Hitchin won't mind, and I'm sure on a few of these occasions they've probably created the problems by being a little bit annoying. But Watford are been just rash so far and that Galliford tackle as well that yeah well the referee here is just gonna have a chat with his assistant and just gonna sort of identify which players maybe were involved well McCauley's gonna be in a spot of trouble because he's got no real reason to come running from his goal line all the way out to the D just to shove uh, Wilkinson over I, I can pretty much guarantee Wilkinson said something but you've got you've got a man up and take that on the chin yeah, Wilkinson, Gleeson and Galliford all sort of standing around the midway point in the first half. The referee's still having a chat as uh, Adupoku comes off. I think he might be okay to continue. There's no real urgency on the Watford no. bench to get anyone on. Still, the referee continues to converse with assistant, trying to identify which players are involved here. And we're definitely going to see some cards involved if, if that's the sort of discussion that's, that's happening. This is, this is getting spicy, mate. <laughs> 24 minutes to go, and that's still a lot of time Here for we go. More, more stuff to, to happen as Adipoku gets ready to come on, but all eyes now are in the referee who yeah, calls McCauley you. over. Told you. The goalkeeper and one of the Watford players as well. There's a yellow card for McCauley. Well, there we go. I said it's time to get the cards out, and the referee 
has obliged. I think it's Scott Holding who got the other one. And now really? the referee puts his, the cards back in his pocket. None for a hitching player, was there? No, none for a hitching player. Charlie Hullock up on the halfway line, just throws the ball back in. And hopefully that'll be end of these little moments. As the referee now just has a chat with Jack Sneelis as well. Going to be a drop ball? Potentially. <laughs> Always love a drop ball. Love Could a be drop a drop ball. kick at this rate. <laughs> yeah, might be one of those. There's a video of Wayne Rooney doing that, where instead of going for the ball, he goes straight for the man and wipes him out. <laughs> it's, yeah, no, it's dropped to Jackson. It's, it's an uncontested drop ball, and Sneelis pings it all the way back to Charlie Horlock. I think Fair Michael point. Jones is maybe remonstrating, saying, why didn't you go on the attack there instead? But yeah, yeah. Back with Horlock now from Dempsey Thomas. Ooh. Oh, he's just shown a bit too much of it to Adu. Uh, it's not Adu Pogi, it's Messiah Edwards. Sorry, the substitute who came up there. In the end, it's behind for a goal kick, but you can tell that little stoppage there, good two or three minutes is... Unsettling, isn't yeah, it? I mean, if you're always if, is. I mean, hitching at the moment, we're on a roll. We're trucking along quite nicely. So that just stop stopping play might have just kind of, you know, took the onus off of us a little bit. But it hasn't given it to Watford either, has it? No. So, so Watford five goals in their opening two pre-season games against Basingstoke and Hartford Town, but struggling to create those chances tonight. They're under 21. Did finish bottom of the professional development league south division last season picked up just 21 points in 28 games so big campaign for them especially their manager stepping up alongside valerian ismail of course started last season with rob edwards at the helm we don't need to go into any explanation about what he achieved with luton of course and the watford fans listening in <laughs> finished it with chris wilder in charge and there's a spell with Slavin Bilic in the middle of all that, and now they'll start this season under Valerian Ismail. It's the usual Watford uh, merry-go-round, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, usual. Finished 11th in the championship last season. Watford's first team, six points of the playoffs. Heartbreak of seeing Luton promoted. Here comes Messiah Edwards then. Nice work down the right-hand side. Across is delivered, and it's blocked behind for a Watford corner. It must be a bit like us seeing Spurs win the league. Yeah, not worth thinking about at all. And even worse, when it's the manager you've sacked who's then joined your <laughs> yeah. rivals and gets them promoted. <laughs> doesn't get worse than that. No, it don't. Amiga will go over and take the corner then. Play in the centre of midfield or out wide. Polish heritage says if he wasn't a footballer as he delivers this corner good header away from Barker if he wasn't a footballer David Hamiga he'd uh, love to open a Polish restaurant in London wow. like to be a chef and his footballing idol is none other than Robert Lewandowski as well so of course wonder if he's one of the the team cooks anyway always handy to have around any establishment but lovely bit of insight there on the well, Watford website nice he worked here little back heel down the right hand side Cross comes in and Horlock can claim easily enough and he's down on the ball now just to give Hitchin a bit of space. Shout out to Toby Symes' parents who are listening in even though their son isn't playing and he's off on holiday. Great to have you with us, Mark and Christine. It's a great commentary as always. Appreciate that. Thanks very much. Yeah, I think one of my Polish idols was Tomaszewski, you know, the goalkeeper. It's probably uh, a bit beyond your memory, actually, that one. Talking of Poland as well, Tim, who's doing our new uh, filming here, and yeah. has been, we'll be picking the highlights again. So he is from the Gower down near Swansea in South Wales, and his next-door neighbour for a few years when he was at Swansea was Lukas Fabianski. Oh, wow. Lived right next door to him. Apparently a lovely guy, but yeah. Tim's got some good stories anyway, living down that way. He lives... Uh, from Wales and up here was at Union in Luton and has 
joined the club anyway at the moment, doing some videography, and you can check out his video uh, from Saturday's testimonial. Some great feet, uh, footage in there, including our interview with Dan Webb at the end. We're going to see a couple of changes here for Hitchin. Malachi Black has come on. Kai Teal has moved uh, into midfield. Bell comes back over to right wing back, and Black will be at uh, left wing back then. Yeah, that looks like exactly what they've done. 19 minutes to go. Georgiou uh, back in there. And now Horlock up and over the top. Mullins was there. He's cleared away straight to Kiteel. Takes the ball down, goes for goal, but he never found the power. It was on target. Sneelis is just having a little bit of a laugh behind his hand with Kiteel. The man replaced there uh, was Isaac Galliford, and I think he may well be a contender for your ID Net HDFC Radio Man of the Match today. Yeah, oh, definitely. Listen, it's going to be a pleasure picking one because I can, if I can give it to the whole team, I will. Everyone's played their part. Fraser Grant now looking for that big switch and picking it out. Lovely ball to Messiah Edwards. Black now, Cotter, chipped over the top down the left-hand side, and Black looked to have been fouled. Yes, he was on the halfway line. Welcome to the game. Now we can just see Gleeson down. He's just lying on his back, and the physio's called on. Hitchin will not want to see that. Do you reckon that could be uh, a bit of the old Charlie Horlocks? Sure, surely not. <laughs> it's a bit early, isn't it? Yeah, 18 left. Hitchin free, Watford nil, Sneelis, Cotter and Bell uh, all on the score sheet. Now, it's been a great performance, it really has, from, from Hitchin. They just haven't given Watford a chance to get into the game. You know, every time they've tried to do something, they, they, they've just closed it down and shut the shop. Gleeson continues to get some treatment then. Hitchin still have Charlie Miller, uh, who'd probably be the most likely replacement. Diogo Gouveia, Jeremiah Lawuru can do a, a great job at the base of that midfield as well. Trialist A, who's a defender. Henry Silva and uh, George Devine. So there's loads of options the Canaries can turn to. And yeah. anyone you feel maybe hasn't played the full game, hasn't started, will probably play on Thursday night. But that game yeah. on Saturday will weigh heavily on Mark Burke's mind, I'm sure. Really looking forward to speaking to him yeah. uh, after this game. Plenty to talk about. <laughs> really is going to be in no, no, no in, in Noddy land, isn't he? It is Charlie Miller then, who is yeah. uh, set to come on. Yeah, seems like the ideal replacement for him. And Glee, that's the end of uh, Gleeson's night. Before he can cause any more trouble, he he just keeps doing his thing, doesn't he? Yeah, but it's, it's, he does it so well, doesn't he? I mean, you know, that's what you need. You need those little antagonists in the middle of the park and just to, just to unsettle your opposition and give them something else to think about. It's worked tonight. It's worked a treat. So Gleeson very slowly walking off and Charlie Miller will get a run out uh, once again in this pre-season. He was at the Kempston game watching on as a spectator, which was good to see. He sat down in front of us in the uh, commentary box. Mm. Still Gleeson strolling off. Black is waiting to take the free kick. It's on the halfway line. Dempsey Thomas and Lewis Barker have gone forward. Bradley Bell's the closest over to us on this uh, near touchline. Charlie Miller uh, racing onto the pitch a lot quicker than uh, how Gleeson left it. <laughs> and we'll be back underway. So a couple of, not injury concerns, but a couple of things we will have to discuss after the game, find the latest on anyway. Forward towards Georgie. You get her away by Scott Holding. Miller now just taking it down on his knee, trying to flick it forward, but a little ineffective in the end. And Eames can... Just hoof the ball forward down the right-hand side. Black is sprinty back. Cotter reads it well, though. Goes all the way back into uh, defence. He's recovered well, actually. Dropped from midfield into defence, reading the game handball. well. Shout for handball here. And now Miller trying to take it forward. Oh, there's a miscommunication between Teal and 
Georgia and Watford can come forward now, slip through into Hamiga. Cotson to his right foot and it's defended well by Georgie. Makes up for that error a couple of moments ago. Wilkinson lays the ball off for Black. So many youngsters in this Hitchin team and it's not a development squad, it's not a trial squad at all. It is just the, the team. Sneelis now to Bell. Sneelis. Plenty of green grass for him to run into. Chipped. Oh, what a ball that, that is. is. Across to Kai Teal. Taking it down on his right foot. Teal still. There's space for Miller on the edge of the box. Teal might go alone. Can he work across? Onto his left foot. Kai Teal It's blocked behind. Probably should have cut that back, but what a switch it was across to pick him out. Absolute peach of a cross from Brad Bell. It really was straight to his foot. All he had to do was touch it and hit it. And... Um, yeah, it's a corner though, corner to Hitchin. Hitchin free, Watford nil, 15 to go. Really strong from Hitchin so far, and they take the corner quickly again, trying to catch out Watford. Finley Wilkinson always oh. over the crossbar. Difficult angle again, he just tried to wrap his foot around it, couldn't quite do so. Aiming for that, um, as we look at it, that top right-hand corner, he wasn't too far away. Proper top bins territory, again, laid off by uh, Joshua Mullins to the goalkeeper as Watford build from the back, slipped into the middle with Hamiga. Plays the one-two just down in front of us to Alfie King. Still Hamiga taking it forward down the left-hand side. Into the middle, slip through. And Messiah Edwards was down under a bit of pressure from Barker. The referee says play on. Warlock will find Dempsey Thomas. Just turning, finding Georgie. Who in turn moves the ball across to Lewis Barker. 14 to go. Headed down into the middle by a Watford man. Mullins finding Eames. Wide again to Adipoku, who is still continuing after he took that Looking ball to back. the face. And again, it's that burst of pace down the right-hand side. Delivers the cross, flicks on a brilliant header away back there by Lewis Barker. Teal now back into black. Away from Charlie Davis, right up in the air. And bouncing behind for a, a hitching goal kick. And there'll be no rush whatsoever from the Canaries here. No, no rush. I think they've... Uh... They've marshalled the game very well as Watford uh, line up for another substitution. Yeah, it'll be Prince Siroku coming on. The only remaining sub apart from him is goalkeeper uh, Gabriel Ortelli. That's their lot on. Siroku uh, is introduced. Hitchner made the four changes. One was a forced one in the first half. Lainidi coming off and Bell coming on. Barker then into Bradley Bell. Across now to Stan Georgie. No pressure on him by anyone in a Watford shirt. Siroku eventually comes over. Georgie pings the ball wide to Black. It's been such a feature of Hitchens' play. They've switched the ball from side to side so well and caught Watford out. And now Black, one of many to attack down the wing. And he's brought down by the Watford right back Eames once again. This is where Hitchens just need to settle. They need to take their win and not cause any further trouble here. And they will do so. Yeah, I think and Eames is just having a little nibble at a few mm. people now and uh, he's, uh, he's, he's upset, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, frustration, isn't it? And now yeah, Kai Teal will have the free kick then. Bradley Bell's going to go over and offer his services as well, perhaps for another short one. They're just making sure it's taken in the right place. Maybe too far out for a shooting opportunity, but maybe not. You never know. But the angle Bell's standing up with it. He raises one arm in the air like it be delivered towards that back post so Barker is just being held by the Watford man and still on the edge of the box now they're having a cuddle Bell to take Wilkinson Georgiou in the middle as well one to keep an eye and oh, Barker yeah, is just yeah, being yeah, thrown yeah, down yeah, and on. still held into the box now ball comes in headed down 
I cannot believe that's not being given. I really can't. For considering everything else that's being blown for by the referee, Miller to Teal. And the assistant had a great view as well as the ball. Oh, it's long forward and it's claimed in the end under a bit of pressure by McCauley. Bell flies into the back of the net himself. Yeah, you don't get a goal for that one though, Brad. You have to take the ball with you, mate. <laughs> he was able to do so, luckily, in the 60th minute, planting in that tapping after some great work by Gallifard as Barker just chips the ball our way, but the work is done by the fence to keep it down in front of us. Here's Alfie King, promising versatile talent, first-year scholar who joined in 2014 in the academy. Horlock now. 11 to go then. Hitchin free, Watford nil. Horlock then looking long. Up and over the top. Wilkinson trying to uh, run in behind. Headed down. Sneel is just motioning to go to the ball and then letting it run behind. Former Rushton and Zymans man. And a spell at St Ives as well previously. Now the referee's going to have a chat with Joshua Mullins. And it was just knocked there, I think, that the physio is going to uh, come on. Yep, just to make sure there's nothing... Another stoppage. You're going to see Trialist Day and Jeremiah Lewuro, who was our man of the match in the Leighton Town game. He's going to come on. Really impressed me again in that Kempston Rovers game. Joseph McCormack joined me for commentary of that one. He made his Derby County commentating debut on the weekend as well, did Joseph, in their oh, testimonial game against Stoke, commentating at, at Pride Park. That must be top buzz for him, yeah. man. Many congratulations there, Joseph. I haven't had an opportunity to say that to you yet, boy, but if you're listening, um, all the very best for that. You're a top geezer. Yeah, really pleased to see. Teal and Barker, uh, their night comes to an end with Lower Oat and Trialist Day uh, coming on. Teal is really staking a claim here. And I think as well, Mark Burke, he won't mind sort of having two right footers at, at wing back. I don't think he'll mind no. perhaps sacrificing Lane Edie to have someone like Bradley Bell, yep. you know, playing on the opposite flank. So there is real pressure on Edie at the moment well, there is. he's not put uh, too many feet wrong but I think Teal and Bell it's just the pace that Teal that's offers what, I think compared right. to Edie in attack and defence yeah 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 that's that's the thing that we've noticed is just a couple of times in a couple mm. of the games he's just sort of been off the pace a little bit excellent player take nothing Cotter away from coming him coming in oh, for tackle dear. here we'll play on though Malachi Black bursting forward Sneelis is in the box still Black tries to get across in shouts for handball or waved away what we will do before the season starts, possibly even oh. before Saturday, we'll pick our sort of best starting eleven, which we do every year, and yep. that's going to be a nightmare. Of course it is. There to... might be 12 or 13 yeah, in there. Yeah, going to need some aspirin for the selection headaches, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Throw in for the Canaries here. That'll be on our Countdown to Kickoff podcast series, I'm sure. As Hitching lineup, another substitution. It's another former Idina HDFC Radio Man of the Match winner. It's Henry Silver. Mm -hmm. Excellent again in that game against uh, Kempston Rovers. And he's going to replace Finley Wilkinson, who rarely isn't on the score sheet tonight. Yeah, no, but it's what he, it's what he does off the ball as well. You know, he's, he's literally just made a right proper nuisance of himself. It's what you want from, a, from a, 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 an attacking player, you know? Yeah, warm applause for Wilkinson as he comes off as well. 3-0 to the Canaries here. Henry Silver is on. Shame he's not in that Hitchin team where we had all those colour players in terms of Jack Green, Alex Brown, Luke Brown. Okay, yeah, that's right. A few others. Charlie Black as well. Okay, yeah, Malachi trial. Black. Malachi Black, yeah. Here's Lowero. First thought is to look up and go wide to Bradley Bell. Silver racing forward. Henry Silver into the penalty area now. Cuts in onto his left foot. Just recycles the ball back to Cam and Cotter. Great involvement yeah, there shoot. by the two subs. Cotter into Sneelis. Works the ball off. Henry Silver onto his left foot, almost finding a moment there. 
Cotter now scooping the ball across. Oh, Miller, lovely touch. Brings it out of thin air. And now back to Charlie Miller from Bell. No. Laying it off towards Silver. Cavan Cotter takes a touch forward. Chips the ball over. And it's claimed in the end by McCauley. I think Cotter was in two minds about potentially having a crack. But he was looking for the run of Sneelis. Nearly found him as well. Not far away. Hitchin continuing along. Bossing this game. Creating more chances. It's nice to see when your subs come on, even if they are academy players, that they're just sort of straight in and straight at the same temperature as the rest of the game. It's, it's incredible. King now to Mullins. One of Watford's substitutions who have not had the effect that their coaching staff oh. hope for. Here's Lowero. Wins the ball back. Sneelis. Silva's making a great run in behind. He's probably offside now, and Sneelis is going to continue. Why to Lowero again? Silva's at the back post. Lowero playing the ball in. And in the end, Watford can... Bring it forward. Henry Silva will be begging for that ball whenever he's up in the box. <laughs> Playing on this top field turf. Played forward now by Joshua Mullin. Seven minutes left. Can Hitchin find a fourth? Cavan Cotter will try and do so. Exchanges passes with Charlie Miller. Wide now to Bradley Bell. It's cut out well, though, uh, by the Watford man. Down the left-hand side now. Charlie Stay does well. Playing the ball back to Georgiou, who goes safety first and clears up... Straight to Hamiga over the halfway line. Watford can come forward again, trying to find something on the score sheet here as Hitchin look for their first clean sheet of pre-season in the seventh game of the summer. Cross comes in towards the back post and that's certainly going to cause no harm for the Canaries. That rolls away for a throw-in. Let's, let's get your man of the match if you're all ready. Well, that kind of sums Watford's game up. It's just sort of, you know, just been just sort of you know, not amounting to anything really at the end of the day. Man of the match has been a, a real tough one, but on a positive note, it, it could have gone to anybody in the team. He could give it to the whole of the team. Couple of honourable mentions. I'm going to have to give a shout out to Kai Teal. Some superb game. Steve Gleason's had a good one. Um, Isaac Galliford's had a good one. You know, they're, they're, they're all over the park today. But uh, the man that stood out for me has been relentless is Jack Sneedless. He gets it from me. Here's Alfie King. Jack Sneelis and the HDFC Radio Man of the Match. I think that's a good call in a very, very packed field uh, as well. So Jack Sneelis gets the accolade tonight. And what a goal it was as well. That'll be up on our social media tomorrow. I can tell you that. Yeah. With the commentary and everything included. Bell now can just shepherd the ball behind uh, for a goal kick. But yeah, Galliford, I think it took us a little while but to see again what he can do because his first spell I was commentating on him often and yeah. he was so, so good in that attacking midfield role. And first couple of games just took him a little while to, to warm back into the Hitchin shirt and he's wearing it with pride now. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's that, this is the player that he is. I don't know what, what Royston were doing. I mean, it makes me wonder what they're going to do with Josh Coldicott-Stevens. Are they going to stick him in goal? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know what they were doing. When you see the ability that the man's got, you shouldn't, he shouldn't be playing as a defensive player at all. Sneelis trying to head the ball down here, but it comes off a Watford man down into Cavan uh, Cotter. Excellent ball. Across now into uh, Henry Silva trying to pick out Malachi Black, who again is happy to maraud forward and there's licence to do so. Five minutes left. 3-0 to the Canaries in Dreamland in this pre-season game. However much pre-season Dreamland you can have anyway. <laughs> if this was in our league fixture, they would certainly be on cloud nine. And it's the sort of performance they'll be looking to take into Saturday and then the following week as well when the Southern League season gets underway. Bell just slipping here. Across now to Hamiga again, down the left for Watford, taking on Trialist Day, and Hamiga goes past him on the outside. Cuts back in, past Bell, taken down now, and it's a wild effort. 
wide and high behind the goal by Adupoku and behind for a goal kick. Sums everything up there for the Hornets, unfortunately. Yeah, it hasn't been their day today. And uh, listen, they just got closed down really, really early. Then, then they started getting uh, upset by the little niggles. Gleason's had a little moan at them. Finn's had a little moan at them as well. They've taken it all to heart and they've just not got themselves in the game, really. That's what it is. Hopefully, uh, the management will sort it out for the next time and just say, guys, listen, just, uh, just play your game and stop listening to what everyone's saying. Something you certainly have to learn at that you know, youth level as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hitching. Well, just have that, even if it's not quite the, have the age difference, they've just got that experience. That they've been there before and they've got people like Stephen Gleason to teach them the dark arts, of course. Yeah. Two, two minutes left. Sneelis in the 32nd minute, Cotter in the 54th, and then Bell. Six minutes later, I mean, Hitchin are on course for their first preseason win at top field and their first clean sheet in preseason since they played Watford a year ago tomorrow. Yeah. That's, that's amazing, that is. Cotter. He's played well as well, Cav Cotter. Mm. Really has. Really great acquisition. Released by yeah, Wingate yeah. and Finchley. And Mark Burke was quickly snapping at their heels to bring Cavan Cotter back. And Cotter's decision was mainly influenced by the fact he could work with Mark Burke once again and his coaching staff. And he's going to be a really good acquisition. You talk about Cody Cott-Stevens leaving, and I think there's actually not been as big of a hole as we thought there would be, and that's no disrespect to Josh, of course, because of who has come in, Galliford and Cotter, and they've done a magnificent job. I think as well, even just Malachi Black coming in now, he just seems a little bit more mature, perhaps, than when he was first here, even though he's just had a couple of months away. Yeah. He's, he's grown back into the team quite well. No, I think it's excellent that we've got Mal back. Obviously, he's not going to be a first team, first choice, but uh, he, he does give you an option from the bench, and he's, and he's you know, he's up there. He's, he's up with the pace as, as the rest of the team. So I think it's an excellent acquisition, really do. Horlock up and over the top then, down the left, and headed down by a Watford man. Flick forward and taken down in the middle of the park by <laughs> uh, Sikaru. Still, the Hornets try and come forward. Just playing for pride now of Hamiga. Cutting in past Bradley Bell. They'll want still, goal. long legs. Played back out wide into Fraser Grant. He's going to play the full uh, 90 minutes here. A few of these Watford players. Fraser Grant joined from Hampton and Richmond uh, last season. After coming through their academy, really proud moment for the National League South Club when he agreed terms with the Hornets. Here's Silver cutting in off the left-hand side. Henry Silver one way, then the other. Back onto his left foot now. Gets the cross in, looking for Jackson Ellis. And behind, Henry Silver showing us what he can do. That confidence of these young players. Yeah, I mean, he's done some lovely little steppy-overs. He's sold his man a dummy, and, and he's got his cross away, and it's had to be cleared out for a corner. So, uh, fair play to the man. Like I say, these, these, these young lads are coming straight into the fire, and they're hot and ready to go. Can Hitchin make it a four-star performance if they get this delivery right? Ten seconds left of the 90 minutes. Bradley Bell will take it. There's no short options now as they move into the penalty area. Bell floated up into the box. Stan Georgie gets his head to it, nearly mm. breaks for Dempsey Thomas. To the edge of the box, Charlie Miller has a vicious effort. Blocked by the Watford man who was standing right in front of him. Now Messiah Edwards. 90 minutes have been played at top field. Hitching a 3 0 up still. I'll tell you what, the next time I ask Dave for a score, I might stick a couple of quid on it. <laughs> That's two he's got, it's right? King. Yeah, doing well. Lowero. Again, it's sloppy from Watford, and he's got a nice spin. 
Cotter. The end of this game, Hitchin players will remind themselves they've been playing a Championship Academy side today. Yeah. And they've been unfurling these skills, they've been scoring these goals, they've been playing this football against what should really be a top, top team. Yeah, but like I say, we just closed the box on them. Anything, any ideas or plans that they might have had uh, were, were, were put in a box and Hitchin said, you ain't having that back till the end of the game. Here's Bell, ball in hand, in front of the commentary box, throws it back into a trial estate. George now. he's had another good game, but Dempsey Thomas, the ball just slips under his foot, he can't control it. And Watford will have a throw in, maybe one last attack, Adu Poku just leaving the ball now for Eames as those yellow and black shirts start to come forward for the Golden Boys. Fraser Grant, Adu Poku again, has been their brightest spark on the night. Yeah, he has. Wyden just knitting up the possession here. Chip forward again, yes. and they'll try and run into the box, but Georgiou, it was Trialist Day, sorry, to smash the ball out into the car park. That's it, my van, that has. Still will continue. <laughs> Albert Eames will take it then. Hitchin looking for just their second win of pre-season after the 5-2 result against Stockfold this time last week. Still we continue though. Down the left-hand side is Alfie King that Hitchin can clear. Sneelis will run onto it. He, he's not looked tired at all as well as Jack Sneelis. That's why he's been relentless, mate. That's why he got it over the rest of Bare, them, really. He's barely broke into a sweat. Back now towards Charlie Horlock, who just runs up towards the ball, clears it away down the right-hand side. Sneelis running onto it and challenging for it, just got his body between the player and the ball. And that's going to be the last involvement of the game. Hitchin free, Watford nil. Hitchin are really finding their flow in this pre-season now, Marek Elionich. They've been superb tonight. They have been absolutely excellent tonight. Like I, said, I, can't, I can't alliterate enough what they've done. They've just closed this Watford side up. They've said, you ain't playing here. This is top field. This is our kingdom when you come here you get nothing you get a little box to take back down the m1 with you um like i said we held them to nil nil and now we've done them three nil and it's just great to see goals going in at top field just before the uh, just before the royston uh, the royston cup game which i'm uh, very much looking forward to but before that we've got to go and dust biggles wade that's what and that, that's a really good point as well because the hitchin fans you know majority of whom only come to these home games and yeah. maybe a little bit worried about perhaps what's to come they'll have seen this tonight They'll be booking their tickets for Saturday. They'll be booking their season tickets when they get home. I'm telling you, right, this is the best squad I've seen since I've been involved at the club um, in the, what, four or five years that I've been here. Not, not a great deal of time, but it, it's still, it's very exciting. There's excitement all over the park, isn't there, really? I mean, with Galliford coming in and, and, and Sneelis now coming to form, Steve Gleeson playing the, the best football of his latter life, and, and, and Finn Wilkinson, you know, who's, yeah. who's literally just on fire at the moment. Well, Sneelis rifled the ball home in the 32nd minute. A brilliant smashed hit in off the crossbar. Cotter made it 2-0 with a lovely left-footed finish after a, a corner was headed down by Gleeson at the back post. And Bradley Bell, the back post bomber, did his thing, tapping in after some great work by Gallagher to make it 3-0. Uh, we're off to talk to Mark Burke as we said we'll be back on Thursday night. But Hitchin fans, enjoy that one. Make sure to check out the highlights because that was something else tonight. Really impressive by the Canaries. And we'll see you on Thursday.